Talk Live. Welcome to the program here. You're invited if you want to join us. As always, the number for you, 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. Here in the studio tonight, it's Ian. And Conan. Uh, so last night we got in detail, and I'm not going to get into any detail on it tonight. But today was the first day of El Salvador with their Bitcoin as legal tender experiment. We talked about it through the bulk of the show last night. If you missed that, you can go and download the archive over at freetalklive.com. But just a quick update on it. Apparently, the government app, the government's Bitcoin app called Chivo, was shut down early in the day today due to too much demand on the servers. Really? So, of course, the government can't make an app that works uh it was it failed they shut it down well they paid a third party to do this right they did yeah so it still didn't work and so that's the status there however some people were able to pay with uh bitcoin at at uh, big corporate places like mcdonald's and uh, starbucks so it seems like the corporate so-called citizens the big companies have uh, indeed, onboarded with uh, with Bitcoin acceptance, so that's kind of interesting. Um, there's not a lot of detail on the Chivo app yet. There was one video I saw online of of a guy going through the sign up process. The first step was he had to take a picture of himself. So it's a total know your customer KYC mm-hmm. uh, process, and then the thing the app froze for some lengthy period of time. So let's just say it's been a bit of a bumpy road. Uh, to getting off the ground down there in El Salvador. So, yeah, r- regardless of how this works, look for more uh, local governments and, and big governments uh, to pick up on this. Yeah, and that's certainly the possibility. We're definitely going to keep our eye on this as it continues to develop. Something else we've been keeping our, our eyes on here because, well, I think it bodes uh, very poorly for the rest of the planet is what's happening to the people of Australia and New Zealand uh, most of the news is coming out of Australia with the total lockdowns in places like uh, Sydney, the New South Wales uh, state there, and then also uh, Victoria. There's uh, pr- some pretty heavy restrictions there as well. Uh, we mentioned on this show within the last two weeks, we talked about a area in Australia, and I, I forget where it was. It, it's called Wellcamp which is actually the name of the town, apparently. So they didn't name it purposefully because they were going to build a quarantine facility there named Well Camp. But that's... Just turned out to work in their favor. Yeah, you can't write <laughs> these things. like that. Yeah, they, but that is where they're building a what's intended to be a thousand-bed quarantine facility. It'll be located right next to the airport, uh, the Well Camp Airport. And so, as it turns out... They've already have one up and running. More than one, apparently. So according to various different posts this week, uh, videos started to come out. And one of them is called the Howard Springs Quarantine Facility in Australia. According to what I've read, and there are, by the way, reviews for this on Google. You know how you can review like a restaurant or a business or whatever? Uh, This does have reviews on it. Now, now these are leaked videos or just... Well, apparently, you know... they they have to act like this isn't really you know jail. Like so this, like this isn't really Nazi Germany. Yeah. So they have to allow you to have a video camera in there at this point. At right. Least. Right. Now that could change in the future, but for now, the people that are being kept in these camps are able to have a phone with them. So we do get to see uh, what the conditions are like. And there's two videos in particular uh, that I have here that one of them I cannot play. 
because it is just too profane. There's too many. It would take me a while to actually have to go in and edit out or bleep over all of the uh, the profanity in it. That one takes place in a hotel. Because remember, the reason why they're building these facilities, these outdoor sort of pods with uh, individual housing units, basically, right. their reason for spending God knows how much taxpayer money to build these facilities around Australia is because, well, the hotels are too dangerous because we can't have these potentially infected people who are in quarantine walking down the same hallways. Yeah, not, and not to mention they're all over the place, whereas their camp, their wellness camp or whatever they want to call yeah. it, it's right there where it can be easily monitored and you can have your, your gate guards and you can have your, uh, your, your, your hallway patrol making sure that people are where they're supposed to be. This is sickening. It, yeah, it is pretty sickening. And, and I, I wish I could play this audio. One of them is like a five minute long clip of a guy inside a hotel room all by himself. And he is just he's recording himself listening through his hotel room door to what is going on in the hallway. So it's actually what's happening outside of his door that's the most interesting part mm-hmm. of the video, where there's a woman shrieking and yelling as what sounds like at least two cops are threatening her and telling her they're going to gas her wow. if she does not go back in her room. So she had come out of her room for some reason, and they detected it. Probably got cameras in the hallways, and you know they're watching or whatever, and mm-hmm. they come up on her, and they and they, and they they go back and forth for some amount of time. Uh then the the video it will play is of a guy that's waiting to get his his food rations uh, for the day. But first, let's play the propaganda piece. This is from one of the news quote unquote news organizations there in Ohio, or Ohio in uh, in Australia. Howard Springs near Darwin is held up as the gold standard of quarantine. Separate cabins, on-site testing, catering. <laughs> so. Uh, Cyprian, who's a former co-host here on Free Talk Live, uh, used to be known as Vin Armani, made the comment that it's funny that they call this catering when it looks like any other jail kitchen. Oh, yeah. Or school cafeteria. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Also jail. (laughs) Right. So anyway, going on. And so far, no known breaches. But the Queensland government reckons it can do better. This is... No known breaches. Does that mean breach of quarantine? It must mean breach of quarantine, right? People... Being able to escape the facility, people getting somebody else infected. Except for that one guy got in the elevator and took off that one time. And Well, he wasn't in a quarantine facility. He, he was just in his own home or whatever. Well, I'm thinking he was supposed to go to quarantine, Probably. which is where they eventually found him, and he didn't know what was up. They found him at a quarantine facility? where he was. I think he was supposed to go quarantine himself in a ho- one of these hotels. Uh-huh. Took off. They caught him in the, you know, on, the, on the cameras right. uh, in, in the, uh, uh, the elevator there. And then that's all we heard about for a whole week until they finally caught him. Yeah. And then, by the way, when they caught him, it was it was like a phalanx of police and and these, you know, health, quote unquote, people with. Oh, it's, the, like, it's like straight out of a out of a out of a, a movie where the like outbreak. The, the, the out, yeah. Outbreak. Yeah. Exactly. Where yeah. there's something absolutely seriously going to kill the entire population. And it's being carried by some some dumb, you know, dumb a. Yeah, this looks like a trailer park, by the way. When you look at this this place, it's kind of like that. It's got that manufactured housing right. uh, look to it. And uh, let's go on here with a puff piece. It's going to be a great boost for our defense against the Delta virus. State cabinet has signed. By the way, uh, Biden has announced that on Thursday he's going to be giving a six-point plan to combat the Delta 
variant here in the United States. Well, you know, there's, so. there's two new variants now. Moo. The Moo, and mm-hmm. I can't remember what the other one was. I don't think they've given it yeah. a, a neat, a neat, crafty name. Oh, yet. yeah. Drudge, uh, Drudge Report has that top headline right now saying Moo is in 49 states already. So silly. Yeah. Signed off on the WellCamp facility, first proposed seven months ago. Businessman John Wagner will build it next door to his airport. We will have the first 500 beds operational before Christmas. The state government will lease it and run it. The cost to taxpayers is being kept under wraps. <laughs> so this guy is, oh, he's, this is cronyism. Yeah. Crazy cronyism where this guy's got an airport set up already. Yep. He's already making bank. And he probably said, hey, hey, you know, let's, uh, I know that you need this. I got all I this, I got all this land. You can, yeah. and you can lease it from me from, right. from then on out. For God knows how much money. It's just selling his soul, man. Let's go on. What fantastic value it will be if we can avoid just one lockdown. (laughs) See, this is the pitch. Is, hey... 99.9% 99.9% of you are going to get locked down unless you allow us to build these camps where we can take your lepers and we can haul them off to these these locations and keep you all safe. I mean, it's worth it, right? How much do you... Give me the money. Right. That's That's the pitch right now. That's the pitch what they're saying to people. So, it's, oh, look, it's all worth it. We, we'll build the camps. We'll have, we could just avoid one lockdown. But what if they decide they need to lock down anyway? Oh, shoot. You know, the camps, they're just not effective enough. We still have people out there that are not voluntarily reporting to the camps. We can't find them all. So, therefore, it's too dangerous. We're just going to have to go back on lockdown. You have to build more camps yep. and bigger ones at that. Yep. Uh, the number here is 603-283-6160. And they're also talking about denying uh, medical care. To the unvaccinated people there in Australia, they're talking about two different societies, two different economies, serious two, two restrictions. Different, two different bubblers. Yeah, more coming up here in moments. This is Free Talk Live. Yeah. Yep, it's Free Talk Live. The number here is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. We're talking about the Australian quarantine camps. This isn't just an idea. This isn't just something... This isn't just Australia. Yeah, it's not just Australia. It will be likely coming to you at some point. If, in fact, these camps, maybe FEMA camps here in the States, don't already exist. I know know that's a a big Alex Jones meme right Mm -hmm. there, but... uh, um, you know that they've they've put these things aside for for just such a situation, and uh, I think they've been planning this for a long time. Yeah, whether they've been planning it for a long time or not, it, they're they're happening. I mean, they're definitely happening in Australia, and we've got video uh, of the. Well, first of all, what we're playing for you is sort of the puff piece, the the government approved media piece promoting this is like oh look it's got catering oh it's just so nicely everybody gets their own little room and they're outdoors and blah 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 well what's it really like we'll uh, we'll share a little bit of the inside for you here in just a moment uh, but we're going to continue with that plus of course your calls and thoughts are welcome by the way i want to say thanks to uh, bitcoin.com longtime so- a sponsor here on free talk live bitcoin had a big drop in price overnight it went from like fifty-two thousand and change last night when we were on the show i think it's like 46 now mm-hmm. uh so it had almost an eight thousand dollar or a six thousand plus dollar drop i think it was like 44 45 earlier and it kind of came back Does some whale moves move some stuff around apparently yeah apparently so go to Bitcoin.com, learn about it. it. might be a good time to consider uh, jumping into it. Remember, you don't have to buy a whole Bitcoin. You can buy a fraction 
of a Bitcoin. You never know what the price is going to do in the future, but over the last 12 years, the price of Bitcoin has done very, very well uh, overall. But you can learn more, get the basics about Bitcoin and Bitcoin Cash over at Bitcoin dot com just click get started at the top of the page and uh, you can also get the latest news headlines on their news site at news.bitcoin.com so we're talking about the the camp that is to be built in a place called well camp in australia right next to an airport the man who owns the airport is also going to build this quarantine facility which by the end of this year will have 500 beds and sometime next year is expected to double that to have a thousand beds uh, we are not being told what this is going to cost. That is being kept under wraps. But the the entrepreneur, if you will, the uh, politically connected person who is going to be making buku bucks mm-hmm. off of this, uh, he's going to have it. He's going to lease it out to the Australian government. But it's not just some sort of uh, concept. They already have camps, and one of them is called the Howard. Let me see if I can get the actual name of it for you again. Howard, Howard, Howard Springs. Springs quarantine facility and it looks absolutely massive a northern territory center for national resilience oh, what they're calling it this might be another this might be another camp actually there's more than one of them it's just the howard camp's just been getting some attention this week so let me go back to this uh piece here from one of the news agencies there in australia Federal governments previously rejected the plan on grounds it's too far from a tertiary hospital but the deputy premiers declared it the perfect location still some old sticking points remain like will international flights to well camp be approved well we hope so so uh we'll be continuing those discussions uh with with the federal government but we can bus people from uh, Brisbane up here if we have to. Yeah, this of course, I guess the- that does make sense that it's right next to the airport. So that, that you know, the people are getting off the plane. They're failing their tests. Are yep. they, are they walk them right on over there. Are they, are they trying to get back on the plane to get out of this hellhole? And uh, their, their three-day test comes back. And they get stopped. At, uh, wouldn't you, could you imagine oh. that? So you're there with your family. You know, you get got your, your you know, wife, husband, kid maybe. And one of, the t- and one of them failed their test. And they get pulled out of line. It's like, yeah. ma'am, sir, you can't. Uh, we're not. Gonna, you just failed your test. We can't get. You, we can't let you on this plane. You, you've got to come with us. And get on the, and get on this bus. By the way, Wellcamp is just a crappy little town. Apparently, right outside of a larger area known as Toowoomba in the Darling Downs regions of Queensland, Australia. So. Toowoomba itself has looks like a population of okay, it's decently sized, hundred and thirty four thousand. But uh, Wellcamp is like, I guess that's where the airport is, mm-hmm. and it's sort of on the outskirts, uh, basically. So whoever this guy is that built this airport, he's he's thinking this is going to be more uh, more money for more him, money. and uh, and he's right. I mean, the, he's got the deal. The deal's been signed. They're going to build this thing. So let's go to a video from what I believe is it. It, it sure looks like the inside of this particular camp. There's a, a man who is out on one of the porches of one of these manufactured homes, and it's got the same houses in a row kind of look to them. And I'm going to play this here. And, and Conan, you haven't seen this yet. This is a little little peek inside what life is like here. Yeah, I'm here. looking at pictures. This, this is the Howard Springs camp, yeah, correct? Yeah, Howard Springs, yep. I believe, is where this is. So here we go. So he's panning around with the camera, and you can see it. Again, it looks like you're in like a... Looks a like trailer looks, park. Looks, or, like, looks like a, a nice uh, retirement, retirement trailer park in, in Florida. Yeah, was what I was thinking. And there's people sitting out on their porches. Everybody's got masks on, mm-hmm. alone on their porches. Now, and, and by the way, let me let me let me uh, br- uh, add to that. 
it looks like a nice retirement center, uh, mm-hmm. a community in Florida, but it also looks like the, the damn uh, 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 shacks in The Great Escape. You know, the only thing that's missing is um, barbed wire fences with the with the. Uh, well, I, it wouldn't surprise me if there's a fence around this facility. Well, he if I'm thinking if there if that existed, he would have gotten some good footage of that because that would have just been. He the can't de- leave his front porch. Mm. Let me go on with this video. We're just waiting patiently to be fed. It's like when you shake the uh, the bag of dog the dog treats and dogs come running. <laughs> We're all just outside waiting. Yeah. So that sounds like jail to me. Yes. Uh, I've been in jail for civil disobedience. I was in jail for a couple months this year after being arrested for a ridiculous case against me and some of our other co-hosts by the federal government called the Crypto Six, which you can learn about at thecrypto6.com. And I I know what it's like in jail. Like, sucks. You look forward to to this. This this is what you look forward to is, okay. Food. Food. Something to do. Food's coming. Oh, the the cart's here. Let's watch the cart come in and you know watch the guy take the uh, the food off of the cart. So he's that's what they're waiting on. So food come out. Just let the cops come around and tell this woman off staying over here as well. Because there was about five seconds in between her taking a cup of a sip of her cup of tea, and she took her face mask down. Cops came around literally on the dot and just pulled her up for it and she said well i'm drinking my tea and they said well not right now you're not put your face mask on let's make it clear this woman's on her porch where there's literally no one within not six feet but at least probably 20 20 feet feet. away from her outdoors sitting there trying to drink a cup of tea and you've got these these bully hallway monitors running around just being bosses yep that's like jail it's like jail. In jail, they demand that you wear a mask. Now, I did not. I was the only And you were in uh, quarantine prisoner. the whole time. <laughs> yeah, when they quarantined You're me isolated. the entire time. 23-hour-a-day lockdown Holy for that. Crap. Uh, but, uh, you know, every other inmate there was wearing a mask. And if that mask came down, the more petty officers would say things like, oh, put your, fix your mask, fix your, it's below your nose or whatever, fix your mask. So it's the same kind of crap. This is jail. This is an outdoor jail where you get the ability to have your cell phone. Now, the video I cannot play for you because it's just full of profanity. But, Conan, you heard me playing mm-hmm. some of it yeah, during it's, the break. It's, it's laced. Uh, there's profanity from a, a person who's outside of a hotel room door. They're in, a, they're in one of the hotel quarantine facilities where they don't have one of these camps yet. Being accosted by the bullies. Where the cops are telling them, go back in your room or we're going to gas you. And... The screaming, the profanity, the yelling, it sounds just like jail to me. And you know why this happens? Because people freak out when they are held against their will all alone for 23 hours a day. That's what's happening. We're coming up. After a devastating war, the alien visitors were driven back and their willing human collaborators were left behind to face the music. When Emma Jean Anderson's ex-lover springs her from prison, Nathan Foster and his 14-year-old nephew Ben are tasked with bringing the pair to justice. An easy enough job until they discover something is inside Emma Jean and the fate of the planet hangs in the balance. The Family Business by Mike Coopery from BaneBooks.com. This is Free Talk Live. If you want to join us here, the number is 603-283-6160. We're doing a little bit of comparison on some of the video that has come out from the Australian quarantine facilities. On uh, Is this jail? Because it sure does seem like Sure sounds like jail. And I've been in jail, so I, you know, I can say 
this not only looks like jail, and it sounds like jail. It's just a little bit nicer. You get the hotel room in in some cases. Now, they are building specific camps uh, in parts of Australia, so they're going to be moving away from the whole hotel uh, situation. So I suspect the camps aren't going to be quite as posh uh, as the the hotel room stays. And, you know, I think they're paying for this. This isn't the taxpayers, sure. Are. Well, no, well, the uh, these these travelers. Oh, you think so? Instead of staying in a hotel, they've mm-hmm. chosen to stay in these uh, facilities. Uh, I at, don't think at, they get a choice at the moment. Well, they have to stay. They have to quarantine somewhere. Yeah, but and this is the, and this is an option. Aren't the government uh, taxpayers footing the cost? I, I well, and here and the other thing I found out too is that as far as the Howard Springs camp is concerned, it mm-hmm. was in fact a workers' camp. There was it supposedly was able to house three thousand five hundred workers. Oh wow! Uh, who were probably building the airport? Which that explains that answers one of my questions about it that I hadn't mentioned out loud, which was looking at the footage of the Howard Springs quarantine camp. The units are connected, right. like they're they're sort of they share porches essentially, and the one they're talking about building in Toowoomba. Uh, in Australia is supposed to have separated housing, meaning that each unit is completely separate from the other. So that explains why they're, they're right, connected right. there. They're yeah, I think I think that uh, uh, yeah, I'm I'm sure that the taxpayers are paying for the electricity and the food, the soggy mm-hmm. sandwiches that this that this person's talking about. And, uh, and they're paying the hotel. I believe they're paying the hotels, meaning the government is paying the hotels it, it, to. Well, rent I know those in, rooms. I know in Canada when the, when you self quarantine, you were you were paying for really? your for those. For their lodgings, it wow. was you. Wow, that's insane. Of course it is, especially when you're, you know, not sick. I mean, it's sick. not okay. I mean, if you're, I mean, if you're sick, you're going yeah. to the hospital. These people aren't sick. That's let's correct. just let's just keep reminding everyone out there: these people are quarantined because they've been told to do so, or hefty, hefty fines. Well, the the man in the video that I cannot play for you because it's too profane. Uh, says he, according to vidmax.com, where this has been posted, and I did just post the link on our social media, so if you want to see it, it's f- it's over five minutes of a guy kind of listening in through his hotel room door uh, as to the commotion going on in the hallway where another prisoner uh, or an inmate is being threatened by the guards over leaving their hotel room without yeah. permission. The man who is in the video claims he's unvaccinated. and Or sorry, he's vaccinated and has tested negative nine times, yet he is still stuck inside the prison camp not good enough he says the guy who's screaming and yelling at the guards out in the hallway who then the guards are threatening uh you know and and this guy ends up banging on the door i presume he goes back into his hotel room and proceeds to bang on the hotel room door he says this guy has been yelling about how it's he's supposed to get out and he hasn't gotten out and now he's worried, the guy who's recording the video, he's worried that he's not going to be able to get out when they say that he's going to get out. And that's his typical jail kind of stuff. Like, it's not uncommon to be in jail with a guy who thinks he's about to get out, and then, oh. he, and then he doesn't get out. Dude, dude, look at, listen to this. On arrival, I was given a baggage cart and direction to my donga. After I digested the rules, I read a welcome booklet with, with gems such as tips. Instead of looking at this quarantine as prison, try seeing it as a time to get to know yourself again. <laughs> Reflection, media detox, and so on. Uh-huh. Oh, this wow. is, this is, that's just some straight news speak right there. Well, that is the best way to handle it, honestly. It's, it's pretty good. Uh, well, and, and, good yeah. actually, actually, you did something similar. I, I'm yeah, thinking when you... Sp- the spiritual retreat. What was it, 69 it. days? I was there for... Uh, this year, I was there for 69 days. How did yeah. you handle it? 
Because, I mean, obviously you're not a raving lunatic like the person on the other side of that door is that we're listening to. Yeah, well, you know, I've been to jail before, but I didn't behave that way when I was in jail previously because I went in with the intention to have as positive an experience as I possibly could uh, to, you know, and do some of the things they were talking about there. Reflect and, and meditate. Detox. And, and spend time and, you know, read. And I got a lot of books that I was able to read thanks to some folks who sent them to me. So thank you to everybody that sent in books and and or letters and it helps it helps to have people who are on the outside uh, but i don't mind some alone time right like it doesn't bother me if i'm not out yeah. co- coverting or cavorting with the other prisoners in uh in you know day camp or whatever or the uh, the population unlike co-host nobody who's he probably fed he feeds on you know that type of uh, uh, interaction with, yeah. uh, with other human beings so uh, and I can do that too. I mean that's what I did the first time I was in jail. I was I was in population when I was in jail for civil disobedience a decade ago here. But again, still had time where I wanted to go and read books and, and spend time doing that. I don't get much time to read uh, on the outside. But speaking of the rules, uh, there's a excerpt here that Doctor Bitcoin MD posted about the Australian quarantine. Face masks, physical distancing, and rooms. So this is like a page from their rules. By the way, when you go to jail, they give you the rule book, and you have to agree to the rule book. And then if you violate the rule book, then you know, there's punishments. So um, there's punishments here, too, if you violate their rules. But Chief Health Officer Direction 55 sets out what a person must do when in quarantine at the Center for National Resilience and at Alice Springs Quarantine Facility. Now, didn't you say the Howard one was called the Center for National Resilience, or was that a different one? I'm, no, I'm thinking this is Howard Springs. So this is for both of them. So apparently there's one at Alice Springs, and then there's the Center for National Resilience, which is Howard Springs. The direction is law. The direction is law. Every person in quarantine must do what the direction says. If a person does not follow the direction, and direction is, is capitalized, uh, it's a pronoun, The Northern Territory Police may issue an infringement notice with a financial penalty. This direction works to prevent transmission of COVID-19 between residents in quarantine, thereby keeping all residents, all staff, and our community safe. If COVID-19 is spread between residents because people do not following this direction, affected residents will be required to remain in quarantine beyond 14 days. So all they have to do is just say that you didn't follow the rules and... What do you get to appeal that to a judge? Hell no, you don't. It's the administrator, right? The Whoever the warden is of this jail determines whether, oh, you didn't keep your mask on on your front porch. So therefore, you're going to be here another five days. Punishment is being dished out in more quarantine time. A person in quarantine must, and here's a bulleted uh, point list, stay in the person's allocated room, including on any veranda space allocated to the room, unless permitted by an authorized officer. And, when not in their room or on their veranda, residents must take all reasonable measures to stay at least 1.5 meters away from any other person in the quarantine facility except for the person's spouse, de facto partner, child, or parent. Another point, wear a mask when outside their room unless an authorized officer permits the person to remove the face mask, just like in jail. Comply with any directions given by an authorized officer to avoid people congregating in a quarantine zone. And finally, must not leave the quarantine zone in which the person's allocated room is located unless the person is escorted by an authorized officer, except in an emergency. You are not able to share or hand over physical objects to residents who are not your family members. COVID-19 lives on surfaces, even though that was a claim a year ago and... I believe that was disproven. 
uh, if I recall correctly. But that was one of the fear factors about it. You must not give items, toys, food, activities, or play games like cards with people outside of your family. One of the complaints of the guy screaming outside the hotel room in the video, we can't play for you because of the profanity, is complaining to the officers that he doesn't even have a, he doesn't even have a crossword. Hmm. So this, this man has no way of passing the time uh, to his you know, liking. And so he's literally going crazy yep. in there. This is the humans. Humans are not meant to be kept like this. This, is, really this is, yeah, it doesn't make any sense that they think they can get away with this. But this it's is, okay. This is, this it's for is, your own good. Yeah, well, it's for your safety. As long as 99.9% of the population say that it's okay. Quarantine facility staff finally will remind you about wearing your mask, staying on your veranda, and physically distancing through information in your resident booklet by sending you SMS reminder texts and verbally in person if we see you are not following the direction. So that's just one page, uh, an excerpt from the various different rules that uh, you will have to follow when... Rule, rule 55. When in, uh, yeah, you've got to follow the direction. Direction 55. The number here, if you want to join us. Hey, it's got 3.6 out of 5 stars on Google, so... That's horrible. Must be good. One start, right. people. Get on there right now. One start. 603-283-6160. You can join us here on the radio. This is Free Talk Live. Talk Live. The number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. We're reading and sharing with you and playing audio from Australian quarantine camps. I mean jail. Slightly nicer jail, apparently. Uh, They were holding people in hotels, but now they also have camps. And I say now, we've just now found out about them. But they've been around, apparently. One of them was a uh, disused construction workers' hostel outside uh, Darwin, Australia, in a place called Howard Springs, which is now being converted uh, to a quarantine camp. They're building another facility outside of uh, Toowoomba in a place called Well Camp, mm-hmm. uh, and that apparently was the name of it before they decided to build a quarantine facility there. So that's that's happening. And one of the things that we had were confused about earlier was I thought for sure taxpayers were footing the bill for this. I mean, they are it, a little bit. They're they're probably they're helping out. They're leasing the facilities or and or building or whatever these these facilities. But I thought if they're going to mandate that if the government tells you you have to go here and do this thing, you'd figure they were going to pay. You know that, that at least the government would cover the cost of it. But no, right. no, oh no, they're these these travelers are paying for it. The individual has to pay for their own quarantine costs. This from the actual uh, Northern Territory government page. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mandatory supervised quarantine. International and interstate travelers from designated hotspots, wherever those might be, uh, who are eligible to enter the Northern Territory are required by law to undertake 14 days of quarantine and supervise accommodation under the Public and Environmental Health Act of 2011. The accommodation is determined by the Northern Territory government, and these two camps, the Howard Springs, I'm sorry, the Center for National Resilience in Howard Springs, Darwin, Mm -hmm. and the Alice Springs Quarantine Facility in Alice Springs. Individuals entering into mandatory supervised quarantine in the Northern Territory will be charged a rate of $2,500 per person or $5,000 for a family of two 
or more people for 14 days of quarantine. And I'm, I'm, and I'm guessing if you fail their silly COVID test by at the end of this 14 days and you had to stay for another 10 days, I'm thinking you'd be charged accordingly. Any yeah. person found breaching quarantine rates too. Any person found breaching quarantine regulations will be liable for fines. And yeah, the article I was reading uh, from the, a lady from Moscow, uh, she says that it was comparable, and she just decided to stay in the center. And then she, and then she. So they gave her the choice: you can go stay in this hotel, or and, you and, can and stay here. Uh, stay in a hotel and probably get charged up the you know what mm-hmm. because of the the, the the charge the cost of things these days, or stay in this nice government facility oh and. My God. Uh, uh, but no, but no alcohol, uh, no restaurant deliveries. Oh, no, no, ele- no electrical appliances. No going outside and talking to people. Just stay on your in your in your stoop with your mask on for fourteen days. Fourteen days, unless you screw up, in which case it could be longer. Unless you, yeah, screw up as in either you know try to leave like some people do, or take your mask off or on take the front your mask porch. off and or fail the stupid test, which is. Which happens. And they come around. Uh, there's actually a, a detailed piece written by Robin Dixon over at the uh, the Washington Post. This was written back in May, taking place in Howard Springs. She writes, In Australia's northern quarantine camp, a disused construction worker's hostel outside Darwin, the rooms are basic and the food is, well, institutional. But the fresh air, eucalyptus trees, blue skies, and wind on your skin are sources of joy. Hey, look. You oh, gotta, that's nice. you got to get it where you can <laughs> yes. when you're in jail. Except now you can't sunbathe anymore because people are getting out there who aren't, who aren't aware of the Australian sun. Oh. And they are sunburning themselves. themselves. Oh, yeah. So they, so they have outlawed sunbathing. Oh, my God. Native green parrots chirp as they swoop by. Geckos cling to the veranda ceiling. The blinding sun reminds you that you're home. Reaching Australia is difficult during the coronavirus pandemic, and for many can take months. People at the Howard Springs camp, though, feel lucky. Few complain about the rubbery pillows, uncomfortable beds, limited furnishings, or soggy sandwiches in a center that politicians call the gold standard. Of course they do. To endure 14 days of quarantine, she says she ordered treats from the local supermarket, a jar of Vegemite, the ultimate childhood comfort food for Australians and a pack of Vita Wheats, the tooth jarring crackers that Australian use Australians use to administer the black salty breakfast spread. She says she also acquired a bitter Australian tea to make a strong dark brew. Getting here from Moscow, this is maybe the same person. It is. Uh, took four days, including three in a special pre flight quarantine in a Frankfurt airport hotel to take a coronavirus test from the center approved by Qantas, which is the Australian airline that she went on. The sprawling fenced, ca- fenced. Yeah, yeah. Camp. Well, one lady did climb over top of it, so it was not. It's so it's not. They haven't. They haven't decided to the put the razor, wire. the razor wire up Somebody there yet. Climbed over. That's going to be their excuse. Once housed 3,500 construction workers in squat prefab units that Australians call dongas. They have gray linoleum floors and walls, harsh fluorescent lighting, battered Venetian blinds, and fire engine red furniture. The feeling is part trailer camp, part hospital part prison teams wearing personal protective gear and wheeling carts deliver food once a day at about 5 p.m and leave it on the baking veranda step although they might forget about you it says here <laughs> yes. nurses wrap sharply on i mean at least in jail you get food three times a day yeah and there's usually a guard that you can bang on the door and you know get their attention once an hour when they walk around doing their checks to make sure you're not dead in there Nurses rap sharply on the door for random early morning temperature checks. That also happened in jail. 
every every day and it wasn't random it was almost every single day there were some days where they skipped it for whatever reason but uh, almost every day there was a guard walking around with a nurse knocking on every single door and holding one of those uh those head forehead temperature Mm -hmm. guns to your head which is really disturbing when it's actually the guard himself. You you, holding a- you swing open the door. They swing open the door, and there's a guard pointing a gun right at your head, wearing a badge and everything. It's very strange. Police and soldiers are on patrol, occasionally shouting at people to put on masks. And there's a 39-page booklet of rules and procedures. So we read one page mm-hmm. to you earlier. All of this for the price of a good hotel room. Now, I suspect the rules are similar at the hotels, right? Like, if they're using hotels to quarantine people, then they must have agents positioned in the hotels. Like, the the hotel video that we had had men in the hallways threatening people. Right. So, clearly, there's government agents in the hotels that they're using as these locations as well. So, I guess my only question now is, why didn't this lady decide to stay in the hotel? Are there none available? Are there no rooms available? Or was was the price uh, a little bit a higher, a little bit higher, and she decided to save a little some bucks. The, the rules are detailed: no alcohol, no care packages, no restaurant deliveries, no balls, no sunbathing, no metal silverware, no scissors or sharp implements, no cooking. You know why there's no scissors allowed? So you don't kill yourself. Yeah, that's exactly why. Uh, no cooking in the kettle. No putting food waste into the hand basin. Who does that anyway, she says. No electrical appliances. No stepping off your balcony except for garbage disposal and three allotted weekly laundry spots. No, That's just like jail. This is, this, this is all it's jail. just like jail. No skateboards or in, inline skates. No swimming or playing in the drains when it rains. No noise after 9.30 p.m. Bags are searched and people can be fined if they don't wear masks outside. Supermarket orders, however, yep, she got your veg, you got her Vegemite. are allowed. So that's one difference. You can order from the local supermarket. Well, in jail, quarantine you, in the camp. jail, you can. Don't they have a commissary thing? They do. You, that's true. They but, do have commissary. But everything's yeah. like five, six times what what you. No, would. actually, it's it's some cases not bad at all. Hmm. Some I, like I was surprised. I figured they would try to rake you over the coals on the. Uh, they just do the that with the, They do that with the telephone calls. Just the phone calls. Yeah, yeah. that's where they get you. Uh, to be fair, there have been some lapses, she says, including an incident in October to local media called a rave when a couple dozen people turned up the music and danced and partied, mostly without masks or social distancing. Oh, I wonder how long they were uh, had their stays extended for that. There was a 33-year-old woman who packed her bags, walked to the fence, threw her luggage over, climbed the barrier, and walked away as stunned people filmed her on their cell phones. She was caught 15 minutes later by police and fined nearly $4,000. What happens if you don't pay the fines? Good question. In Australia. Good question. More, more jail time. Mm-hmm. Oh, actually, they, they take you from the quarantine center to the actual jail, which is probably just around the corner. And what happens if you can't afford the quarantine? Do you then just go straight to jail? Is that, like What happens if you come to, to Australia and you're like, oh, whoops, I didn't think I'd need another $2,000 just to come home to my family? I'm assuming... Uh, I'm assuming these travelers know what's coming, uh, and so they know ahead they of time must, to, yeah. to be to be prepared to do this. Um, I'm assuming they know, and it's and they and they're and they're not fighting it. They're just saying, well, at two thousand five hundred dollars, it's just just part of me having to travel for business or you know see my dying mom on another on the other side of the globe. She talks a little bit more about like getting her ticket from the airline and flying in. She says they landed at a military airbase. We're just a few passengers at a time were allowed to disembark. It was two hours before I entered the small airport building with its batteries of hand sanitizer and staff in protective gear. We had our temperatures taken and waited an hour in a bus before a horse staff member explained the rules.
We're coming up here in moments. You can share your thoughts on quarantine camp. Could this be coming to a city or town near you? It's Free Talk Live. This message is for you if you are a polyamorous person or you're in an open relationship and you are struggling with jealousy, loneliness, and communication problems. Hello, my name is Jeremy West, and I am a polyamory coach with degrees in psychology and communications and five years of experience with polyamory. And for a limited time, I'm teaching a free online class just for polyamorous people or people in open relationships where you will discover a new, simpler, and unique way to uncover the secret that experienced poly people know about jealousy that you must know too, stop feeling lonely when your partner is out with another partner, and use the four key elements that will change the way you communicate forever. No more crying yourself to sleep when you're alone for a night, a weekend, or longer, and wondering if it's better to go back to a monogamous relationship. Sound good? Well then, go to jeremywest.net slash free class and register for my class now. Again, that's jeremywest.net slash free class, jeremywest.net slash free class. Free Talk Live. It is Free Talk Live. We're kicking off the second hour here. Phones are open. If you want to join us, the number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. In the studio tonight, it's Ian and Cody. You can join us online as well over at freetalklive.com. If you've missed a moment of the show, it's not a problem. You can just go and click and download to your heart's content. We have archives that go back for many years. And by the way, Free Talk Live has now been here in New Hampshire for exactly 15 years today. Oh, really? Yep. We moved here in, uh, it was Labor Day weekend of uh, 2006, and we first... Uh, we we got here, I think it was like on a Sunday, mm-hmm. and at the time, we didn't have uh, a Sunday show to do. And then Monday, we didn't quite have the studio put together in time, so we weren't able to do a Monday show. So we only missed one show. We we, we did our show in Florida on like Saturday uh, or Friday. I think it was Saturday. No, like we got here on Monday. That's what it was. We got here Monday because it took us more than 24 hours to drive up from Florida we, we had everything packed up in the truck with the exception of the studio equipment, did one final show from our Florida studio on that Saturday evening, mm-hmm. packed up the studio that night, hit the road, and drove 26 hours straight up from Florida. Didn't Like I said, we didn't quite have it ready in time for Monday night, but uh, we were on the next day. So it was that Tuesday. So only, today. only 26 hours? It was about 26 hours. We didn't stop. That I took me 26 from Tennessee. Well, we didn't... We didn't I mean... We, Roughly, okay? okay. Let's say roughly twenty-six hours. We so, didn't go to a hotel or, or pull over to sleep or anything right, like right, that. Right. It was so what you're saying is, in fifteen gas. years, Free Talk Live has not aired two of those nights. There's a couple nights, yeah, where where we weren't on the air, but uh, that's pretty good. So yeah, hooray for us. We're here uh, here for quite a while, and it's just the fun's just getting started here in New Hampshire. Did you see the news, Conan, about um, the secret letter? The secret. Oh, the email. Uh, uh, the uh, they're putting they're they're coalesce they're putting their team together. They're they're gonna start working on a strategy to fight those pesky free staters who are uh, taking over. Yeah, I mean the same people who for years had said, "Oh, you'll never amount to anything." You free staters are now having secret meetings to talk Strategize. about. Yeah, to address the quote 
profound free state influence. They got representatives from all over the state coming, and mm-hmm. they got the, I think Mayors. they got the mayor of Nashua, mm-hmm. uh, uh, mayor of Berlin. They're calling us a threat to municipal elections. Well, we are. Yeah, I love it. And, and it's just, it's <laughs> it's amazing that now finally, you know, things are really getting rolling here. We've got free staters who've been elected to various different house seats, and they're doing things that are getting attention. They're doing things that are making an impact, and they're working their way through the awful political system. They've, they've really had some tremendous successes, and we're just getting started. This, this whole free state project thing the five-year move window just ended this year. It's so like it's on now. Right, right, right. And yeah, for all you movers out there, you people who are wanting to get out of California or whatever hellhole you live in, and you're looking at Texas, I know you are. It's bad. You move. might also consider New Hampshire, and it's not that cold. Let me just tell you. I mean, it does it does get cold. I mean, here we are. We're topless get. Tuesday. It's we, the middle of summer, though. Yeah. Well, the end of summer. It's still pretty warm uh, out there, and it does get cold here. But luckily, they make heat. They That's make right. heat in all kinds of forms. Wouldn't you know it? Up here, as a matter and, of fact. And, and hey, global warming, if it's real, this is the place we'll you benefit. want. This is the place yeah. you want to be. Uh, there's a real warmth, too, to being around people that actually care about freedom. Oh, abs- absolutely. That's the real win uh, here. Being able to uh, with, be with like-minded people yeah. who aren't going to get triggered at whatever you say, you start talking politics or religion. We talk politics and religion all the time, by the well, way. Well, sure. You mean off the air? Yeah. Even even yeah. off the air. But, I mean, it's really nice to not not end in a screaming match because, well, sometimes you and Mark do, but, I mean, you <laughs> well, I haven't had a chance to talk to Mark in any uh, decent amount it's of time. It's really... from talking to him. It is it's just so healthy to be with, you know, people who aren't crazy. And yeah. it really seems like there's a lot of crazy people out there right now, and just you, they're, there are. They're, they're poisonous. Tremendous number. If you believe the polls, and there's good reasons not to, but if you, I mean, but you can look around yourself and see where you're at and what people are doing and how they're behaving wherever it is you happen to live. And if if it's uncomfortable for you to be around a bunch of people who love the government, they love authoritarianism, they love telling people mm-hmm. what to do, they love being told what to do. Then get the hell out of that place and come to a place where there's more people like us. Where there's more, there's an actual intentional community of people who are not going to put up with quarant- mandatory quarantine camps. Who, in point of fact, the state reps have already prohibited government mandated vaccine uh, passports. Yep. That is prohibited here in New Hampshire. Now, it's not to say that a company couldn't require you to get a vaccine, like if you work for them or something, but you can always quit that always job. Always quit. Right. And, you, and the way that uh, the, looking at the job market, it's not like you can't go get another you can job. Get any job you want to right now. I mean, as long as it's, you know, you don't have to have some special skill or whatever. But even in those jobs are even hiring. Even those jobs will probably train you. Yeah. So one more video here from Australia. This one is some bureaucrat in the Victoria state government. He's sitting in front of a sign that says Voices for Vaccine. He's got one of those backdrops. Like you've, you're in front of a step and repeat backdrop right now if you're watching on our cams over at uh, freetalklive.com. You see Conan there. This guy's got a Victoria state government and voices for vaccine backdrop. Here's what he has to say. From a situation where to protect the health system, we've got everybody locked down. We're going to move to a situation where... To protect the health system, we have everybody locked down. It's not even about protecting you. It's not about protecting your neighbors. It's about protecting the health system. To protect the health system, we're going to lock out people who are not vaccinated and can be. If you're making the choice not to get vaccinated, then you're making the wrong choice. 
you're making the wrong choice. They're going to lock out people who choose not to get vaccinated to protect the health system. The health system. system. Yeah, this is this is an old meme. This is not uh, this is nothing new. Um, and and if and and this will happen in some places. This will absolutely happen in some places where you won't be able to shop. You won't be able to go get, get groceries. Yeah. Uh, You're not going to be able to go into the hospital specifically. Because of tyrants like this guy. But it's for your safety. And for safety's sake and for the back to that point about how much work our nurses have to do as this becomes absolutely a pandemic of the unvaccinated and we open Even though the vaccinated can spread this stuff and some people are saying the vaccinated are more likely to be spreaders of it. Super spreaders. Yeah. And you know what? about The whole nurse meme, the whole overworked nurses Mm -hmm. uh how many of those hospitals are overworking their nurses because half of them quit you idiot tyrant because they're not gonna they're not gonna deal with your mandate you know they're sick and tired of all this bs and everything up it's not going to be safe for people who are not vaccinated to be roaming around the place spreading the virus that's what they'll be that's what they'll be doing so there's every reason it's not everybody everybody is spreading the virus yeah According to this, according to the science, but they're going to treat the unvaccinated differently. They're going to tell that's what they're setting up here is they've allowed people to have a brief stint out like right now. It's wintertime in Australia, but here in the U.S., they've allowed people to have a stint out. Oh, you can go out. You can yeah, no more masks. Yeah, no masks. You can go out and party again. You can go out to, you know, your concerts and have fun. And then they're going to take it away again. And they're going to say, okay, look. Oh, yeah, the new variant. Moo. Yeah, Moo yeah. might be the next uh, next killer. And they're going to say, look, you better get the vaccine or else you're not going to be able to go back out to these things. You're going to create, they're going to create two different levels of society. And he actually says that here. So what they're doing right now in Australia is likely what they intend to do here in the U.S. I hope I'm wrong about that, but I, I see no reason to, uh, <laughs> to predict otherwise. Every reason uh, to get vaccinated. And there are appointments available, and there'll be even more appointments available throughout September, October, November. Let's get to those thresholds as fast as we possibly can. But yes, there's going to be a vaccinated uh, economy, and you get to participate that. You get to participate in that if you are vaccinated. You, there it is. <laughs> there it is. There it is. And 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 you know, it's been almost a year since we've had this vaccine. It's been what eight, uh, nine, eight, nine months. Yeah, roughly. And they still pushing this as hard as they can, uh, like they think that you and I are going to get vaccinated. We're just going to wake up one morning and change our minds. Like, you know what? You know what? I've been thinking about it. It's been bothering me. It's been really bothering me. I, I do want to save grandma. I think I'm going to go get vaccinated. No, 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 no. The, the, that almost a half of the U.S. population who hasn't gotten vaccinated yet, they're not gonna. Even if you push it. And if you try, if they tried pushing some of this, pushing that nonsense here in the States and actually basically outlawing half of the half of the u.s population from being able to do anything oh wow oh it's gonna it's gonna come crumbling down it's gonna be oh that's that's not gonna work we will continue this here and you can share your thoughts as well 603-283-6160 that's 603-283-6160 what they're trying to do to get people to change their minds is use social pressure i'll Mm -hmm. explain that coming up here in moments it's free talk live Talk Live. The number here is 603-283-6160. With you tonight, it's Ian. And Conan. 
And you can join us. You can bring up anything that happens to be on your mind. That is the point here on Free Talk Live. Also, Free Talk Live was the first major radio show to tell the world about Bitcoin. Where were you when the crypto revolution first began? Did you end up buying some back then? Well, now it's more than a decade later, and a new generation of cryptocurrency is hoping to change the world again. If you listened last year, you heard us talking about Intercoin a new cryptocurrency to help unite local communities and businesses, make their economies stronger, all without having to rely on the state. Intercoin team members already built apps that have reached 9 million users in dozens of countries around the world, and Intercoin is launching worldwide. Anywhere you live, this is your chance to buy Intercoin using your favorite Ethereum wallet by going to exchanges like Uniswap. Using Intercoin, you can even launch your own cryptocurrency for your own members and customers under your own brand. If you want to learn more, you can go to intercoin.org and you can follow the steps to get some intercoin for yourself. Be part of the next generation of cryptocurrency and this time you heard it here, intercoin.org. So we're looking uh, again in some detail at what's happening in Australia with the quarantine facilities that took a good first hour of yeah. the program. And this is important too to go to cover Australia, New Zealand because they are experiencing what is coming to this to to our to our great city on the on the side of the mountain i wish we i hope we're wrong about that conan but all indicators suggest that they're going to pull the exact same plot i mean look how similar all of the government responses were to this covid thing all around the planet Hmm. it's almost like these government executives get together on like conferences every year and talk about what their plans are like the democrats in this in this state are doing you know, strategizing uh, against the free staters. I meant like, well, there's that. That's like a local version. But yeah, I meant yeah. Like, well, they're going to do it on a local version. You know, they're like doing Bilderberg it on the next, the next level up. Davos or the G20 or whatever. Like all these bureaucrats and putting politicians cons- putting conspiracies together. Mm-hmm. All yeah. as, absolutely. It's not a theory. It's they're doing it. Yeah. They're power. These, this is what powerful people do. So I was curious, like, well, where? Because we had mentioned before on this show that. The New South Wales specifically, which is one of the most locked down states in Australia, it's one of the most, it's been locked down basically since I think July, mm-hmm. June, late June, early July, something like that. With what, what, like four cases total since then? They well, they haven't. Been, there have been more than than that since then, I believe, but it was only one case that caused the lockdown and in they, the first and they place. They found a couple after that, yeah. and and there've been other since because obviously this stuff spreads during lockdown. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if people are locked down or not. Anyway, or, or vaccinated. Right, as we've uh, we've discovered. So there was a, a there was audio or video that we played previously of one of these bureaucrats in New South Wales talking about how at seventy percent of people who've been fully vaccinated that they would allow some more freedoms, they would ease the restrictions at seventy percent. At eighty percent, you will be given significant freedoms if you have the vaccine now of course as we just heard they're going to have two different economies there's going to be the economy for the vaccinated you get to go out and do things and then there'll be the other unvaccinated people who will be highly restricted that's what they're laying down that's what their plan is that was the guy in victoria state which is just to the south of uh, of new south wales and that's and by the way that's their uh, current version of fully vaccinated because you know the boosters are coming oh yeah yo i think israel just required a fourth booster (laughs) <laughs> Didn't I hear? I think I saw that. It was on uh, Drudge Report. I, I think you're right. Yeah. So it's so, I mean, coming. So, I mean, what do you... And by the way, our numbers... So the, the differences of why this might not actually come to here... It's not going to come... It might not come to New Hampshire, but it mm-hmm. might come to New York. California. The difference, though, is that we're... We have... More of our populace are vaccinated. 
than yeah. than Australia and I New Zealand. I was surprised about that. That and, was interesting. And we have guns. That is true as well. So, and, and so I was curious as to how much. And I'm surprised also that Google doesn't break it down by state. Normally, Google's got like all the data right. on this. And uh, they don't break it down by state, but according to a report at news.com.au, this was posted two days ago, uh, New South Wales hits a virus milestone of 40% of the eligible residents who are fully vaccinated. That's, so, just, that's, that's, a little, that's, just, that's Alabama levels. Yeah, that's not That's, that's very West good. Virginia levels. And that means that these people, if this woman who's you know, running the show over there, Gladys Berejiklian... She's saying they're only going to get reduced restrictions at 70%. Mm. They got a ways to go. How long are these people going to be on lockdown? How long can the economy, which must barely be moving at this point because most people cannot go to work. Yeah, and it doesn't it doesn't help with all the truckies are blocking roads every day. How long can this economy hold out? So there's some pressure on people to get the vaccine, but obviously it isn't working. There's not a huge uh, run up. Well, I, I guess to be fair, the, when Google charts, you know, they chart over time how many people got the vaccine, it is still going up. So it hasn't peaked or it hasn't uh, plateaued off like a lot of the U.S. states have plateaued. Correct. Like if you go and you pull up various different U.S. states, it's not going up. It's just. And, that's, and those are the people I'm talking about in the last segment is like, you know, who, who are you trying to uh, impress? It, it, you, you're not going to get us. You're not going to win us over. You're no. not going to you're, you're not going to win me over with a beer or some no. donuts or no. a lottery ticket. not going to work. I'm done. I'm done with it. Yeah. So I mean, you can just stop. Just stop. They're not going to stop. Well, and that's part of the that's part of the plan here is why we need to get people who care about freedom together in one place because the more of us there are refuseniks, the more more of us who are saying no refuseniks. Yeah, saying no and unwilling to cooperate with this BS. The stronger we're our position is, the less likely they're able to mess yeah. with us. And so kudos to the uh, the folks there in Australia who are not participating Go in this in this vaccine. The the right now sixty percent of the population that has not gotten both shots. Now I don't know offhand how many people have gotten one dose there in New South Wales, but again they're not they're saying they're not going to open up the society at all. They will not ease restrictions at all until seventy percent. And so that's <laughs> going to be part of the social pressure on people. Not only are they they're being pressured because they're being held in lockdown. But also their friends who are obedient are going to pressure them. They're going to say, look, we're so close. You know, well, it'll get to 50% or something like that. Be like, look, we're so close, Conan. We just need you to go out and get your jab. Look, you, just you, go get the jab so we can all get out and we can be free again. You have, you have doctors and nurses in our country who could care. Don't, I, it's really curious how they really stand on this, what they really think and believe, but there's one thing that's true and that is is that they're tired of it. They're tired of the regulations. They're tired of dealing with you know, the... Uh all the issues that we've been dealing with for the past year and so they're so yeah they're they are pressuring their mm-hmm. employees and their you know their staff members and you know to to just to take the vaccine so that we can go back to normal that's that's how they get you Berejiklian hasn't even revealed what freedoms will be introduced when 70% of residents are fully vaccinated. So they're not even really even dangling the carrot meaningfully. Yet. She's just saying you'll have more freedoms once we get to 70%. Really? That's what she says. 2 weeks to flatten the curve? Yeah. Oh, no, she's saying October is the month where all of us will feel relief and that we're on the home stretch, she says. Mm. Well, is that because wintertime's over? It's going to be uh, springtime at that point in Australia? 
She says once we get over the peak number of cases, people will feel more positive. Residents will turn their minds to preparing children to go to school. People enjoying those things in life we have not been able to do for a long time. Do they not have their kids in school during the winter time there? Is it also like... I don't know. Australians, call in and tell us. Tell us why Hogan left. Why did Paul (laughs) Hogan leave you guys? we got more coming up. We'll get an update here from the United States. You've got a Fauci update, Conan. It turns out he told... Well, this isn't a surprise. He He lied. lied. Again. 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 And he's been caught. Again. And you'll explain that coming up here in moments. You can also join us. The number is 603-283-6160 here on Free Talk Live. When Monster Hunter International discovers one of Isaac Newton's wardstones being auctioned off, they decide to steal it and use it to destroy the Chaos God once and for all. But a mysterious thief upends their plan, and it soon becomes a race against time as something much older and infinitely more evil awakens in the jungles of South America. Monster Hunter Bloodlines by New York Times bestselling author Larry Correa and Bane Books. Visit MonsterHunterNation.com for more. It is Free Talk Live, the number is 603-283-6160. We've been talking about the uh, various different quarantine camps in Australia and restrictions on the populace there. Our prediction is it's coming here to the United States. Just wait till it starts to get cold. Oh, yeah. Wait till the uh, the flu season kicks all these, back into gear. All these vaccinated with their uh, their their low immune system which is what the vaccine does to you it, it you know hits you up mm-hmm. puts you in a, a position where you know if a wild strain another strain comes through a wild variant comes through and or you it's know coming. it's coming moo moo <laughs> <laughs> so uh you've got a story about here in the united states though conan because it's not all about uh, Australia, as I mentioned earlier, the uh, the federal government, Biden, is going to be announcing a plan coming up on Thursday to deal with the Delta variant, a six-point plan. So I don't think they've revealed all the points yet in advance, so I'm sure we'll have something to talk about uh, a little bit later on this week. But uh, what's what's he been caught at? Well, I mean, I mean, so all this week and actually the last actually about the last two weeks you i don't know you've, you've have you heard about the dewormer joe rogan the and thing, the dewormer yeah. and yeah. that's that's that is the meme of the week where it's like look at these these maga look at these stupid mm-hmm. anti-vaxxers going to tractor supply and buying a uh, horse dewormer and they're eating it and, and they're overdosing that's been the i mean on every news channel it's been it's fake news too right oh it's absolutely fake news because yeah. you got the you had this one uh, guy who's talking about the 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 emergency vehicles are 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 lined up around the block because you got these people overdosing on ivermectin who are taking up beds yeah which was an absolute lie by yeah, the way yeah i think it was rolling stone that got called out by the actual like hospital that they claimed was yeah the, the hospital's like no 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 none of that's happening amazing we don't, this guy doesn't even work with ivermectin patients wow so yeah, that that's been the meme of the week, and of course, if you've been if you haven't been living under a rock, you probably know that Fauci has been uh, going toe to toe with Rand Paul. That's the you know the good good Ron Paul's son. Still, they're still going at it. Well, I mean, uh, the, the the guy lied. Yeah. the guy called Rand Paul. Uh, he called him a conspiracy theorist. Wow, he called him a loony, and so uh, and he basically lied about the gain of function uh, Wuhan connection. Uh, what, is, which, what is that? 
well, gain of function. Well, let's get into this okay, article. Yeah. Senator Rand Paul, uh, Republican of, of Kentucky. This is from this is a Fox News uh, okay. article. Uh, the uh, but the 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 good article, the, the long lengthy article mm-hmm. talks about gain of function is the um, uh, the Intercept. Mm. Uh, who uh, that's an article from yesterday. It's pretty good. Maybe I'll put it in the uh, uh, our uh, social. Yeah. Okay. So uh, Rand Paul says newly public documents revealing the extent of U.S. funding the coronavirus research in Wuhan, China, show that National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Disease, NIAID, head Dr. Anthony Fauci, lied during his previous testimony to Congress. Fauci has admittedly denied, adamantly denied that the National Institute of Health-funded gain-of-function research in Wuhan. Aren't you sworn in in front of Congress? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is criminal. Yeah. I, don't, I bet you he's not going to get called, uh, you know, charged with anything, though. Compared with his connection to AIDS, you know, for the last... Uh, 40 years, I don't think he's, anything's going to happen to this guy. No, of course not. He's protected. Um, so he adamantly... You de- and I would go to prison. Oh, yeah, we would. Yeah. Forever. Um, he, he adamantly denied any connection to the research in Wuhan. Paul blasted Fauci in a Tuesday tweet saying that the NIAID, NIAID director lied again. And I was right about his agency, quote, funding novel coronavirus research at Wuhan, Paul said. Uh, this in response to a tweet to Richard Ebert. New released documents provide details of U.S. funded research on coronavirus at the Wuhan Institute of Virology. The Intercept has obtained more than 900 pages of documents detailing work of EcoHealth Alliance at the Chinese lab. Hmm. So the big uh, the big back and forth has been uh, semantics. You know, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Fauci didn't take out his wallet and pay, uh, have money sent to Wuhan to, to, uh, to fund this. But it, it in fact was through other, uh, other ports. So it was, so in, uh, from the intercept yesterday, it happened. You say Fauci, the, you mean the agency that he works for? In I, uh, the, uh, yeah. NIH and yeah. the, uh, NIAID. Okay. Uh, so no, it looks like it was eco So there was a alliance. shell game. There was some it's sort a, of shell absolutely, game. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. But Fauci's like, no, 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 you're lying. No, 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 no. You're a conspiracy theorist. I did not have anything to do with this gain of function research. It wasn't me. It was this unrelated corporation over here that I control. Right. Exactly. But I don't. But I don't. But I don't. Because it's not my name. But it is actually. Mm-hmm. Paul's tweet followed a story in The Intercept that revealed the U.S. government pumped $3.1 million into American health organization EcoHealth Alliance to back bat corona research at Wuhan Institute of Virology. According to the report, almost 600000 of that federal money was partially used by the Institute of Virology to find and alter bat coronavirus that could jump to humans and infect hmm. them. Additionally, the documents revealed that experimental research on genetically engineered mice with human cell receptors was conducted at the Wuhan University Center, Center, Center for Animal Experiment and not uh, the, uh, the Wuhan Institute of Virology as previously thought. Quote, the documents make it clear that assertions by the NIH director Francis Collins, that's Fauci's boss, and the NIAID director, Anthony Fauci, uh, Anthony Fauci, that the NIH did not support gain-of-function research or potential pandemic pathogen enhancement, uh, and, they, and those are untruthful. Rutgers University chemical biology professor Richard Ebright wrote in Tuesday, and I Tuesday Twitter thread. So they were developing something specifically to allow bats to infect humans. They were beefing up coronavirus, mm-hmm. a virus, uh, with the with the sole intent of making it stronger, 
and they said that they didn't. And for whatever, and this, and that's a whole nother argument too. Is like why, why is this even acceptable? By the way, it's not, and that's why they moved it to China. Mm. Uh, but the people out there who these scientists, if Fauci is one of them, he's 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 all about gain of function. He's all about beefing up these viruses, and it's like, why would you want to do that? Yeah, it's clearly not about keeping people safe if that's the case. Yeah, right? well, they like, say it's all about uh, science. It's all mm-hmm. about you know we have to we have to create a, create a stronger variant so that we could you know run tests, do studies. But why? Because why? it's exactly because they want it to be released. They want people well, to get sick. They want to have I, an excuse to have a police medical police state. I won't go that far, but it sure has worked in their favor, hasn't mm-hmm. it? If that's in fact mm-hmm. what happened, maybe they didn't. Maybe they didn't intentionally release it. Why not go that far? I mean, it's the government. They do evil things well they have subjected people to various different horrifying testing in this case it's a and it's all not just government but it's a money maker Mm -hmm. it's a great money maker look at look at what pfizer has made look at what what fauci has made he has patents and all this stuff yeah paul and fauci both medical doctors by training have not minced words when butting heads with each other the kentucky republican accused fauci of lying about gain-of-function research during a july hearing on the covid19 delta variant they're both doctors but only one of them is in a political position of significant power, and that's Fauci. Correct. And he's he knows people. He knows yeah. people. So he's a politician worse than uh, than Rand Paul. I mean, Rand Paul's a politician, too, but he's just one of 50. He's not the head of some sort of government bureaucracy that has tremendous influence and a huge budget. Yeah. And he's Ron's son, and he's mm-hmm. got, he, gets, he gets points for that. Yeah, he's all right. I even, though I know, <laughs> even though we usually blast Rand mm-hmm. for being a, the Republican that he is. When he's right, he's right, and yep. he, he's right on this one. Fauci says, I have never lied before Congress, and I, don't re- I, I do not uh, retract that statement. He added that the research Paul reference was judged by qualified staff up and down the chain as not being gain of function. Fauci added, you do not know what you're talking about, quite frankly, and I want to say that officially. <laughs> Paul's response was that the NIH's judgment defines a way work, uh, work that essentially was gain of function research. So, yeah. Uh, so they, missed, they, they changed the way they define it, and so therefore it's quote unquote not gain of function yeah correct okay. <laughs> typical government stuff right like oh we'll just change the definition of this word you're dancing around this because you're not or because you're trying to obscure uh, obscure responsibility paul added so yeah. we'll see where this goes this is this is brand You'll never be held responsible brand spanking new uh, i'll predict uh, where info. it's gonna go it's gonna go nowhere it'll get it'll make some headlines fauci's gonna stay right in his sweet little position he's gonna keep getting paid and he's gonna keep coming up with these policies that are gonna restrict people's freedoms he's gonna still be the the front runner on on all these uh uh, media uh stations yep they're little darling they're little darling everyone loves him 603-283-6160 that's 603-283-6160 if you want to weigh in here you can join us to control of the airwaves here on free talk live It's Free Talk Live. If you want to join the show, you can. The number here is 603-283-6160. With you tonight, it's Ian. And Conan. Don't forget, you can join us online. Head over to freetalklive.com. You can get interactive in a variety of different ways. Our chat server is available to you. It is a matrix server, which means we are running the thing. And it is also, because it's Matrix, it is connected with the other Matrix chat servers, which means if you already have a Matrix account from somewhere else, you can join some of the rooms on our server. Or if you don't have a Matrix account, you can just join ours. Uh, Go to chat.freetalklive.com. That'll take you to a page with instructions 
on how to get started, there's, you know, you do need to follow a few steps to get in. You got to download a client and set up an account and all that. But then uh, you can interact with other Free Talk Live listeners. You can create your own chat rooms if you want uh, or join the ones that are already there created by other listeners like you. Head over to chat.freetalklive.com. I, you know, I mentioned this story on the air, I think, sometime last week, but we never got to it. CNBC reporting that. Social Security's so-called trust funds are projected to run out of money even sooner than the government expected. Shocker. And you know what? They're blaming it on COVID. Of course they are. <laughs> They're blaming everything on COVID. This is all about the Great Reset. This is all about Build Back Better. You've, you've got to break it before you can build back better. The Social Security Trust Fund most Americans rely on for their retirement. Hey, here's a, here's a suggestion. Stop planning on that. If you're planning on relying oh, yeah. on Social Security, especially if you're our age, you should stop. You might, if you're an older person, you might get a couple years out of this. But you know what? It's the system's broke. It's I, gone. I haven't been expecting this for no. you know the last two decades. I'm like, I I woke up a long time ago it's about gone. this. Yep, uh, it'll run out of money in 12 years, one year sooner than expected, according to an annual government report published Tuesday. The outlook, aggravated by the COVID pandemic, also threatens to shrink retirement payments and increase health care costs for older Americans. And of course, this is their old trick is if Social Security is running out of money, they can increase taxes or they can cut benefits. And so that's already what they're setting the stage for here is, hey, look, you know, we're just going to have to cut your benefits. Sorry. Oh, and by the way, we're printing out more money at the same time. Yeah, and, so. and what are you going to do? Complain? Yeah. What are you going to do, fire us? So because they're, they're even if they kept the benefits the same, it wouldn't buy as much 12 years from now as it buys today. And it's not buying today what it bought, you know, 12 years ago because the government gang keeps on printing money and they're not slowing that down. In fact, I saw a number the they've, other they've, night. They've ramped it up. Yeah. And I saw a number the other night that it was like $29 trillion have been printed in globally. So con- taking all the central banks together looking at not just the US which has been several trillion over the last year right. or so uh, but uh, you know Japan and China and you know elsewhere wherever you can get the numbers from it's a tremendous amount of uh, money that's been pumped into circulation and of course that just results in prices going up every single time uh, the Treasury Department oversees two social security funds the old age and survivors insurance and disability insurance trust funds Those programs are designed to provide a source of income, respectively, to former workers who have retired at the end of their careers or to those who cannot work due to a disability. Officials say that Old Age and Survivors Trust Fund is now able to pay scheduled benefits until 2033, which is one year earlier than they reported last year. The Disability Insurance Fund is estimated to be adequately funded through 2057, eight years earlier than the report published just last year. And 2033 is when it goes down to 75% of payout? I don't know. Because I don't think it fails 100%. Hmm. I don't have those numbers. It's not That's not mentioned here. But they're, they're ratcheting back the numbers already on this. And if it's been ratcheted back a year compared to last year, what's it going to be next year? And there's no reason to think that the, the target is going to stay in place at right. 2033. There's no reason uh, to believe that that's going to be the case. The two funds are separate under the law, though the Treasury Department said hypothetical combined funds would be able to pay scheduled benefits on a timely basis until 2034. Yeah, uh, it was 2034, now it's 33, I guess, and that would uh, your, pay, your payout would go down to 78% mm. of, what, of what you were making. 
Senior administration officials said in a press briefing Tuesday afternoon that a spike in deaths among retirement-age Americans in 2020 helped keep the program's costs lower than Uh, projected. It's almost like, I don't know, them old people, them eaters. Tax eaters, you mean? Tax eaters, they're killing the system. Wouldn't it be nice if something that only really afflicts old people were to come around? Yeah. How do you like that? Like COVID, you mean? Maybe. They added just, the, just saying. the ultimate law. Although, to be fair, it doesn't really afflict old people. It afflicts old people that have comorbidities, right? Like, if you're an old person and relatively healthy, you're probably still going to be this. Like, odds are strong that you're going to beat COVID also, if you come uh, down with it. Also, yeah, any cor- comorbidities, it's it's hurting the medical system, mm-hmm. as that Ozzy put it. Uh, yeah, the, the, you have these medical uh, eaters and these uh, tax eaters, and uh, they're not helping the system. So they do have an incentive to get rid of those people. They do, absolutely. They added that in the ultimate long term, impact of a coronavirus is less clear as costs and revenues return to their extended forecast. The Treasury Department says that it estimates the level of worker productivity and just thus GDP is assumed to be permanently lowered by 1% even as they are projected to resume their pre-pandemic trajectories. Well, clearly there are a lot of people who are not working right now. I mean, we've seen this all over the place. You mentioned earlier, Conan, that there's a tremendous amount of hiring going on. Out there. Absolutely. The, Every- the flyers are everywhere. 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 You, you look at one business and it says they're hi- if it says they're hiring, turn around and look at the next one. They're hiring too. And then the one across the street is hiring as well. I mean, I'm telling you, it's... It's rare that a business is not hiring. That is the situation, at least here in New Hampshire. Yeah, and I thought the benefits were, were, were cut off here in New Hampshire. The the, oh, the, uh, the unemployment benefits? Yeah. I don't know. It was like 300 a week or something that just They've got been turned reduced off? for sure. I don't know if it's off. So what are these people doing? Unless they're, unless we've talked about this, unless they're back at mom and dad's house living, on the, living in the basement. That's happening. Now, of course, the uh, moratorium on evictions has ended, and I believe that affects New Hampshire. I don't think that New Hampshire has its own state moratorium. It's states like California and, right. uh, and you know, Oregon or something like that. And I haven't really that. seen any local articles uh, dealing with that, you know, local renters, no, lo- uh, local landlords having to deal with this. But I mean, I know it. I know it's out there. Oh, it's got to be. People just decided, you know, you know, six months ago, they're like, hey, you know what? If I don't have to pay, I won't. I'll just I'll, I, I'm going to get that flat screen that I always wanted. So if people aren't working, and it seems like some people aren't working, some significant portion of people are not working now. Uh, now New Hampshire's economy seems to be pretty strong as far as its comeback. Is and we concerned. already had really low unemployment numbers before all this started, and we still do. And now, of course, unemployment numbers don't count people that aren't looking for work, from what I understand. Right. So they're not exactly honest, but nonetheless. Uh, you know, if people aren't working who uh, who previously were working, doesn't that mean Social Security will collect less revenue? Absolutely, right? it's, it's all coming from paychecks. Well, they just they just extended it one year or, or lessened it by one Less, year. So maybe, it, so maybe right? maybe I, I'm sure that they're right. You know, maybe it was they're blaming it on COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm blaming it on on regulations, on policy, bad policy. Um, what, that's what really is keeping people from going back to work. And it's some of its fear of this this silly silly virus. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but yeah, I I believe it. Less Social Security, they're putting less into the pool. So yeah. But the people who are using it are still taking it out. Absolutely. So it's gonna run out sooner than they think. Sooner than they're saying right now, likely. And they're acting like, oh yeah, everything's gonna go back to normal. No. 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 This isn't about norm. This isn't about new the normal. old normal. This is yeah. about the new normal. Yeah. Now that's not to say that they won't bail out social security in the last with minute, what right? money they'll print it <laughs> they cannot. 
What do you think it's going to be like in 10 years? I don't know. 2034. Crazy. 20, I'm sorry, I, 2033. I hope that uh, New Hampshire isn't part of the union anymore in 10 I, years to find out. You know, this is you, you know, secession in this country is growing. It's yeah. not just New Hampshire talking about it. It's no. not just Texas talking about it. Of course, in, in Northern California. Yeah. There are a lot of people who are, hey, this isn't this isn't benefiting us. No, there's one way out. I want to break I wa- up. I want a divorce. Yeah, you got to you know, get an abusive partner. You got to walk away. Yep. You're not going to change him or her because <laughs> a lot of times it's the lady, uh, but you're not going to change him. So you got to walk. Uh, going on here with the story, though, they talk about uh, doctors, nursing homes would not re- receive their full compensations from Medicare uh, as of 2026. They say that there was no change from last year's projection that the Medicare's hospital insurance fund would be depleted in 2026. At that point, these different people that are taking money from Medicare would not receive their full compensation from Medicare, and patients would likely bear the responsibility for any cuts to coverage. So all of a sudden, they're going to leave sick people out in the cold. Death panels. Death panels are coming. Yeah. That's scary stuff. You can't you can't pay. Well, I mean, yeah, you can get on a waiting list. Maybe someone will you know donate the money to you. Maybe some program will get, will get created in that time. But other than that, if you can't pay, sorry. Yeah, and if they crank up taxes on people, that's just going to drive people out of the workplace as well. It's going to drive people out of the country. People are already leaving the United States in large numbers over the last several years. There's large numbers of expatriation. What other plantation are they going to go to, though? Unless you're Mark and you're going to go to some island. I don't know, there's a lot of plantations out there, and some of them will tax you less. Well, I know one plantation I'm not going, and that's Australia. No doubt about it. 603-283-6160. Your thoughts on the not-so-bright financial future here for these government programs. Hour 3's coming up. Brute force. Intransigent defiance. Adamantine will. These are the hallmarks of the AI tank. These gigantic machines have the firepower of an army, but they also have their own sense of honor and duty. When the world breakers arrive, battle will be joined, planets will shake, and war and peace will never be the same again. World breakers. Stories from David Weber, Larry Correa, and more. Available August 3rd from BaneBooks.com. Free Talk Live. It is Free Talk Live. As always, you're invited if you want to join us here. The number for you, 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. As we kick off the third hour of the program here with you tonight, it's Ian and Conan. We're going to go to your calls and thoughts. We were just talking about the government's own admission that Social Security is running out of funds sooner than they predicted. Well, this is this has been a old, this is an old prediction. They just they just moved, they've updated they updated it. Yeah. <laughs> they moved the goalposts <laughs> again. Yeah, uh, yeah. I remember them talking what long before years before uh, COVID happened about how there were what fifty trillion in unfunded liabilities for Social Security. Yeah, uh, twenty thirty four going down to seventy eight percent payout. Yeah, so that's old. That was that was old. This now is, they're pushing this is it new. back. This now it's twenty thirty three. Now they're saying Medicare's hospital insurance fund will be depleted in twenty twenty six. That's five years from now. Where's the bailout coming from? You oh, it's gonna, coming. It's going to print it. They're going to. What else are they going to do? They, they can't tax it. Or are they going to get rid of some more old people? Maybe both. Well, Hit them from both directions. I I think that this is definitely something that the big wigs up at the top, 
you know, the, this, thinking about I, it. This is something they get when they get together and they talk. This is this mm-hmm. is big on their on their uh, things to do list. Let's go to your calls and thoughts. You can share them with us. Let's talk to Bad Slave. He's on the line in New Hampshire. Go ahead. Well, thank you for taking my call, guys. Yes. Um, listen, I just for the heck of it, I uh, I'm on Social Security and Medicare, and uh, and I'm also uh, uh, you know I've got a pension from a previous job a while back. And uh, so I'm, you know, a little concerned about their, you know, cutting that back. But uh, but it, but it's it's a Ponzi scheme from the get go. I mean, it just uh, there there just wasn't any way that it could ever be ongoing, you know, without this, uh, you know, currency printing going on, you know, or printing. They kept the scam going for a long time. I mean, it's been a successful Ponzi scheme, yeah. all things considered. You know, you know, another strategy that they're working on is actually bringing in more because they got to prop the Ponzi scheme up. Mm-hmm. There's always the people at the bottom paying into the to the system. It doesn't right. work. It never works long term. But uh, the other way right. to do it is to bring in immigrants, mm-hmm. to bring in refugees, destabilize other countries. Look at all the Afghans that are coming into this country that are going to be good, uh, good taxpayers, mm-hmm. uh, good tax slaves. And That's, we're up. And we're on a negative, uh, uh, you know, count for uh, population increase. So, so there won't be, you know, people lining up to uh, pay those things. Correct, and, and it's not and, just our country too. China's having this problem. China's—they're running out of tax right. slaves to prop up the system. But anyway, the original reason I called was because the. Uh, uh, I think it's a CDC. It was uh, uh, what's his name with the beanie that uh, Pool, has, you know, has this podcast. Tim Pool and a and a live stream on uh, Tim. Yeah, and and um, he uh, he he reported that uh, that that we're up to like eighty percent of of herd immunity. Uh, uh, yeah, there, that is that has been speculated that we are above eighty uh, percent, and it just makes sense. Now, when you got these different variants, You're about people who've actually you know, gotten the no, no, her, no herd immunity, they they had the antibodies, right? We, because we, we been, are because they've gotten COVID and built it themselves. Either that, or they had the antibodies. You don't right. necessarily have to get sick. I see. I, I, I'm one. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm one that did. You know, at sixty nine. Yep. You know, and, and, you know, with with a few comorbidities, uh, you know, mine are fairly mild. And, yep. You know, I don't even have to take insulin for my diabetes. I can just control it with diet. But uh, OK, so but so about uh, the 80 percent. What about it? Like, what's the point? Yeah, that, I think that's the point. Well, the point why, is, why are we why are we still dealing with this if we have 80 percent immunity? Herd immunity, herd right. immunity, which was that's which was the whole point, which is what the, the whole two weeks to flatten the curve was mm-hmm. all about. Building uh, widespread herd immunity to this thing, which I'm going to say we've had for a long time now. Bad slave, what do you think about that? Right. I I actually, you know, I've been figuring this is going on, you know, because it's very very contagious, and and uh, you know, I mean, you just get it, and most people don't even don't even know it. Don't even know they had it. I mean, yeah. they they. They did the they did the research. 
they did the you know the testing for people's immunity and 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 you know nobody wants to talk about it but that you know there has been uh you know a building of immunity i mean it we should be done with this now oh yeah yeah now, well i mean like where do you even know anybody who's sick right now who's what do you know anyone who's sick from this uh, no i, I don't I, either I, I, I got this I got this thing a year ago, and it was very mild. Thank you, Bad Slave, for the call tonight. I was down, uh, I was allowed to go out today by my federal handler to go down to City Hall here in Keene so I could file for local election. Uh, Aria's running for mayor, it looks like, and I'm, uh, I'm in the at-large race for city council. Sheriff wasn't enough. Now yeah. it's time to move it to the next the next level. I'm, I'm, I'm glad she's doing it because yeah. it's, it's good publicity for the ideas of freedom. And they have a sign up on the door. And I wish I'd have taken a picture of it. It's something like... Strongly encouraged. It's like due to the high level of cases in Cheshire County right oh, now or God. something like that. Cases, like, cases, cases, cases. Or something, you know, that uh, you know, we rec- request you wear a mask or whatever. And I'm like, what are you talking about? By the way, the picture I saw of the Sentinel with the, the current mayor signing up, mm-hmm. no one in that clerk's office had masks on, mm. including the mayor. Well, they they do hide behind the plexiglass, but uh, yeah, I see what you're saying. Well, not the clerk, no, the actual town town center, not the clerks where they had the plexiglass set mm-hmm. up. Yeah, everyone in that room. There was like four people in that room. None of them were masked. Which room? The the room where you sign up for uh, for office. Oh, yeah. There's plexiglass in there, though. Is there? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. the mayor wasn't. There didn't the, used the mayor, to be. The mayor wasn't masked. Is all I'm right, saying. Right. Yeah. There there didn't used to be two years ago prior to this so-called pandemic, but now. All pl- kinds of places have plexiglass, and they didn't before. Uh, anyway, thank you, Bad Slave, for the call tonight. You know, the first thing they need to do, this is this is how we'll get over this. And this is and this whole thing has been propped up by the stupid PCR test, mm-hmm. which doesn't prove it's anything, which, which isn't a yeah. test. No, it's, it actually will tell you if you've got the coronavirus uh, uh, molecule or whatever. that what Whatever they have. Uh, uh, It'll tell you if they turn it up, they crank it they up. They crank it up. It, 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 which doesn't prove anything. So yeah. it's not like a pregnancy test which says, yes, you have a baby in you. No, it doesn't. Right. It, it, it's it's not like that at all. The first thing they need to do is get rid of that and go right to antibody tests. Mm-hmm. They've proved that, how many people Aren't have the antibody. Are they getting rid of PCR at the end of this year? I don't know that they're getting rid of it. I, I know they, I know they some... played with the ranges, with, with the cycles. Yeah, they did. They, uh, they soon made as Biden, it less as soon as Biden, Biden swore took over. Yeah, and then I think... I think it was a few weeks back or a couple months back, there was some sort of notice that came out from the CDC basically saying this is unreliable and we have to stop using they it. They need to end it. They yeah. need to end it because it is that's what's propping all of this up and, and, and creating this... this uh, they're going to prop it up however they can. The CDC isn't interested in stopping this, no, propping this thing up. No, they're not. No, and local and governments are. And local and governments, yeah. Big Pharma's not. This is big money. I mean, we were just talking a few days ago about how the big pharma, Pfizer, is developing a daily, twice-a-day pill twi- well, I think for that's, people with COVID. I think that's just for a week. Yeah, but it's for people that with, are with COVID. It's correct, not for correct. people without. But again, it's just more money that they get to make off of this thing. And you, and you get the boosters come in, yeah, you get the, or, or even the third shot, or what do they classify as a booster? It's not, it's not going away. They are, they are trying to... Dude, this is where it's going. Pfizer, big pharma in general, all mm-hmm. of these cats... They are they are they are looking to create vaccines for everything. Sure, I mean even addictions, smoking mm, addiction, oh alcohol God. addiction, the mRNA types. You mean? Oh that yeah, kind? oh yeah. yeah. That's they. That's yeah. that's their game plan. And this is this is old news. Total gene they, they, they sat down de- a decade mm-hmm. ago, and they're like, you know, 
Where, where, where is the money at? I mean, they, they just pulled out of the they just pulled out of Afghanistan. Yeah. Where the poppy fields are. Yeah. Why they would did. they do that? They did. That's a lot of money there. Well, they got fentanyl. Yes. That's they right. can they can make it in a lab now. They don't need to, to waste their time growing this stuff anymore. They can make it in a lab. That's a very interesting theory, Conan. The number here is six zero three two eight three sixty one sixty. And there's a lot of people in the military that have backed that up. Yep. Because they they, they guarded those fields. They protected them. More coming up here. This is Free Talk Live. The number, if you want to join us here, 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. In studio with you, you've got Ian. And Conan. Don't forget, you can join us online. Just head over to freetalklive.com. And that is where you can become a Free Talk Live amplifier. You go to amp.freetalklive.com. You can join via PayPal or your credit or debit card and help us for 5 bucks a month. Advertise, market, and promote to help Free Talk Live uh, get on more radio stations around the country and bring new uh, listeners on board with the ideas of freedom. So if you value what we do here, you can uh, prove it for 5 bucks a month uh, over at amp.freetalklive.com. you get some cool perks for doing that. And so once again, that's amp.freetalklive.com. Let's go to the phones. To the fun, Donna is on the line listening to WBHP there in Huntsville, Alabama. Go ahead, Donna. Hi, I'm glad you got on. This is one of your better shows, and I've got first-hand knowledge on everything you're talking about, and right. I just couldn't stay off the phone tonight. My pen pal I've been connected with for over 20 years is in New South Wales. Mm-hmm. I spoke to her just the other week because I went, I went berserk when I heard she was on lockdown. Uh, and also, they're not supposed to talk to one another. According to the Prime Minister over there in New South Wales and whoever else is running the show over there, they say, well, we're doing that so that you protect the person next to you so you don't make them sick. I'm like, people are buying this. Give me a break. Yeah, they're doing that to disconnect people from all semblance of humanity. Right. First thing they do is they cover your face so you can't see expressions anymore. Right. And now they literally are telling people to not talk to their neighbors. We played a clip, uh, I don't know, some number of weeks ago, so I believe it was New South Wales, yep. where they were saying, yep. even if you see your neighbor in the grocery store, do not talk to them. Yeah, and right. the other, and the other big one is to treat everyone, everyone around you, everyone out there, like they were sick. Mm-hmm. Without, without, like a danger, without like any proof. Dangerous. Yeah. Well, like she indicated to me, this is communism and we didn't go into detail on the phone, if you understand where I'm coming from. The first day, uh, September 1st is the first day of spring in Australia. Mm-hmm. Christmas, of course, this summer. Um, your medical, I'd like to touch base on that, is already socialized. I don't care what anybody says. Sure. It was, Ob- it was Obama medic- medical before any of that, and I'm living proof of it. I only have, oh, dear God, Medicare A, and boy, oh, boy, do I, do I get the uh, bad end of the stick when I go to get treated for anything. Yeah, it's government health care. I mean, government sucks at everything that it does. Why people think that, look at how they did in Afghanistan. I mean, they botched that one up. Uh, They botch up everything that they do. And why would you want these people in charge of your health care? I mean, that's a crazy idea. 
Exactly, and plus the fact right now what's going on in the world, and I won't support the name or what's going on, they don't know what the heck they're doing. If anybody in the talk show wants to get anybody on that has any chutzpah on any of the medical stuff, get some people on from Philadelphia College of Pharmacy and Science. Those guys know their stuff, but they don't know what the heck they're talking about. And the other thing is Red Cross has been saying uh, you can't donate blood if you've, had your, uh, if you've been immunized. Yeah, isn't that something? So there what? you go, folks. Vax- vaccinated people can't donate together. blood. And I'd like to know, do you have a list of any of <laughs> Really? Hold on. Really? In California, I think they're allowing it. Yeah. Oh, really? But uh, wow. uh, Red Cross is saying on the radio, they said, if you, have, you, you cannot donate blood now if you've, gotten the, uh, if you've been immunized. I'll bring up an article. Thank you, Donna, for the call tonight. I appreciate Can it. Because I-, I, I, I had heard that people who were going to receive blood were saying they didn't want blood from people who'd gotten the vaccine. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't either. But I hadn't heard the reverse. I don't, they, even, I don't even want to be in the same room with, just in case, just in case their uh, exosomes are popping out of their skin, they're breathing all mm-hmm. over me, getting me sick. Um, yeah, wow. I, but uh, I'm trying to find Yeah, something. you pull that up when you, uh, when you get the chance. Here's, here's a related story. Uh, Santa Cruz, California. Of course, this is Santa Cruz, but it could be anywhere as the, uh, let's see, activistpost.com is reporting here from the Free Thought Project. Uh, despite being largely unaffected by coronavirus health issues, the state's actions of lockdowns, mask mandates, virtual school, and other ridiculous police state measures, children across the planet have suffered as a result of these policies. And uh, some proactive parents tried to help their kids get through it by trying to maintain some semblance of normalcy at home. Kindred Sparks was one of those parents. Apparently that's their name. Sparks' 12-year-old son had his life come to a grinding halt last year as the COVID pandemic and subsequent government lockdown spread across the country. Instead of giving up after school was canceled, sports were canceled, and his fifth grade graduation canceled, Mercury News reports that Sparks came up with an idea. Create and build a treehouse. One of the age-old things that fathers do with their son and they get out there into nature and they you know absolutely build a tree house learn, learn some skills and get some fresh air you know from back in the day when kids actually were allowed to play together but you know it'd still be cool to have a tree house if all you had to do was stay in it by yourself it'd still be pretty cool to have a tree house even if you couldn't even if your friend's parents were too cowardly to let your friends come over and actually play in the tree house with you which is probably the, the situation in santa <laughs> cruz california yes uh but it's still it's a it's a thing to do right it's a thing to get out of the house thing to get active with so for the next couple months the kids worked on and finally finished the tree house in may and the photos that the family shared were pretty epic according to activist post the family was extremely proud of their endeavor. Spark said, quote, these kids have had everything taken away from them. These houses are small. We're blessed to have a yard because there are a lot of kids that didn't during the pandemic. But to have a little private fort in the front that's his own, that sleepover was like a movie, unquote. Even the neighbors celebrated the construction of the treehouse, which is built entirely on the property that the Sparks own. Unfortunately, however, not all their neighbors were in agreement. And one of them decided to sick the government gang to shut down this child's dream. Several months after they finished construction, the Sparks family received a letter in the mail from the local government uh, criminals. I'm sorry, what town was this? Santa Cruz, California. Oh, that just makes sense. Yeah. It is from the Santa Cruz Department of Planning and Community Development. 
said a neighbor had complained that the treehouse was not up to code, and therefore the family has been subject to an untold number of fines. They dated it August 4th, but we didn't receive notice until three days ago. It's hard because it's always, leave a message and we'll get back to you, Kindred told the newspaper. It's a slow process, and we were told that all costs incurred by the city relative to our case can be billed to us. Oh, yeah. And you so. know what? This is not just in Santa Cruz. I mean, this would happen anywhere. They do this to us in Keene if they found out you built a, a shed, uh, oh, yeah. you know, 100 square foot bigger than it than you're allowed. They'll come after you, they, you know, because they want to tax you. They, they want to control they, you. They, they want, want your yeah. If you if you're fees. gonna yeah if you're gonna upgrade your your building to make it better, put yep. put a nicer porch out front or something, they're gonna tax you accordingly. They're not as bad here though. To be fair, Conan. I mean, there's there's yeah because there's that, only like two of them. There's two yeah. of these assessor guys. Yeah, and they do, and of course and of course the the the, the petty tyrant who went around uh, Fred for, for years, Fred Parcells. He's not he's there retired. anymore. He's retired. He's retired. He was he was renowned for just driving around yeah. town looking for crap. Yeah, that's true. All that said, though, it's not as bad in New Hampshire, even in towns like Keene, as no. compared to somewhere like Santa Cruz. And there's, and there's, and there's, I think there's one town right above us that doesn't even have zoning. That's right. There are some of them around uh, New Hampshire, and I think Lempster is the one in this area. Is it a Gra- it's about a half uh, hour Grafton, out. too? Grafton's in the middle of nowhere, but yeah, they don't have zoning either. Yeah. Uh, 603-283-6160. We'll continue here more on the government attack on this kid's treehouse, because that's how pathetic these people really are. There's more on the way. You can share your thoughts, your stories. This is Free Talk Live. When a lunar observatory detects a radio broadcast originating from Proxima Centauri, the nations of Earth discover their first contact with an alien race may also be their last. With the Proximans facing an extinction-level disaster, Earth must choose between sending a ship on a multi-year journey or allowing nature to take its course. Saving Proxima, a hard science fiction thriller by Travis S. Taylor and Les Johnson. From BaneBooks.com. This is Free Talk Live. If you want to join us, you can. The number is 603-283-6160 in the studio. It's Ian and Conan. Conan, you just did some looking on this claim about... The Red Cross allegedly saying that people who've been vaccinated cannot get blood. Yeah, according to the redcross.org, uh, nope. Uh, there is a uh, deferral period where you can't, a two-week deferral period, if you don't know uh, what, if you had an attenuated shot and or you don't know what shot it was. Other than that, no, you can, you can, looks like you can donate everything. So something, some misinformation Mm-hmm. Uh, got leaked out there. Uh, that lady heard it. I heard it. Yeah, Bonnie was saying uh, she'd heard it as well. Bad, bad information. But it does lead me to wonder: Are they going to have two separate blood supplies? Are they going to have a, a, a supply for people who don't want the vaccinated blood? Will Will there be a separate will supply? There, is there going to be an option? So when you go in there yeah. on a gurney, are you going to be able to say, "Yeah, I got, I want some of that. I want some of that old school blood." I don't, <laughs> I don't want, think they will. I don't want that new stuff. Now yeah. they're probably just mixing it all together. No, you just get what you get. You're gonna to have to take Bonnie in there with you. Yeah, Bonnie. They won't let you in if you don't wear a mask. Oh, they won't even yeah, let you yeah, in the yeah. emergency room here in Keene, at least. Now some hospitals, if you've got like a medical waiver, they will let you. And we called around actually to see what the policies were. We had to call a hospital in Manchester. Mm-hmm. Before we found one that would actually let uh, let somebody in without a mask, 
if they had like a doctor's note or something. So very un- uncool situation out there where people who are unvaccinated are being discriminated against Absolutely. even in the healthcare field. Absolutely. And it's probably going to get worse. Although what we may end up seeing, at least I hope that we'll end up seeing, is some of these doctors and nurses who are, are being forced out of their jobs, theoretically, in the next few weeks or a couple months because of government mandates and or their employers mandating that they have to get a uh, vaccination. They've got to go work somewhere, right? I hope that they just you know start, hang out start, their shingle. Well, start you know? yeah, start a new facility. Start it's, a new facility. It's not, like, it's not like there aren't empty buildings out right. there. Or do house calls, you know? Bring that back. Well, right. Well, uh, well, they have the tele the telecalls now. Yeah, that's true. Uh, that's that's really taken off, and and it, and actually, uh, a lot of people really like that because I mean, you don't necessarily have to go in and sit and, and sit wait. and wait, and you know, you can just wait in the comfort of your house, and the doctor yeah. can say, "All right, what's wrong with you? You got some sniffles? Here's your here's your prescription. Go to go to town. Go to Walgreens." So back to this story of the uh, the treehouse. Santa Cruz Department of Planning and Community Development sent a threatening letter to the Sparks family who had, uh, you know, spent their time during the so-called pandemic building a treehouse for their for their kids. They, they and their kids worked together to build this treehouse, and unfortunately, some neighbor complained about it. So several months after completing the treehouse, they received a threatening letter, and this was in August, I presume just, uh, yeah, just, just this past August, so recently. However, they did not, uh, the August letter was dated August 4th, but they didn't receive notice until a few days ago, meaning that uh, it took several, you know, a few weeks for the letter to actually get to them. And they've been having a difficult time figuring out what was going to happen. They says uh, the, the family, family's name is Kindred. Kindred has no idea what's going to happen to them. And amazingly enough, and this is the sad part about this, she remains supportive of the process. Oh, God. You're not helping, lady. Yeah. But did tell the Mercury News she plans on fighting for the treehouse. Quote, the staff member said as long as no one complains, they aren't proactive about shutting them down. I have no ill intention because I know they're trying their best over there. I don't like any kind of conflict and confrontation. If it wasn't for the fact that this is my son's project, I would probably just defer. But as a mother, just with everything these kids have been through this past year and a half, I owe it to fight for him. She said, with my youngest, I'm not really sure. He knows it could be taken down, but the older one who built it is super bummed. He really doesn't understand why. And now, so now what do these goons want? Do they want them to tear it down or they want them to get a permit? Well, that is uncertain. In fact, that's the next question that they look at here in the, uh, the story. It's, those are unanswered questions at the moment. The status of the treehouse remains in limbo. The city saying it was built without, you know, adhering to whatever stupid rules that they have for tree houses. And so usually in a situation like that, they do require it to be torn down. That's that's the typical situation. Uh, but, you know, if, if we happen to hear an update on this, obviously, I, I'd be happy to give it to you. So if you're paying attention there in Santa Cruz, feel free to uh, to reach out and give us an update on this. This is one of those stories where you hear about it once and you, you probably... We'll never get a follow-up because, you know, no one wants to read the story about the kids' treehouse being being torn down. Yeah. It's, they're probably just not going to write that. This is part just of the this story. is right there with the the lemonade girl, yeah, lemonade stand girl. And and there you say girl. There's been a ton of lemonade stands that have been targeted by governments all around the country. Yeah. So, uh, but you know, how devastating that is, you know, to be a, be a kid. You just spent your summer or whatever building this treehouse. Yep. And and then somebody comes along some who you've bu- never some, met. Some bully yeah. comes over to your sandcastle and kicks it over. Right. Just like the meme. 
And except this bully is wearing a suit. They can get away with it. And, and, a, and, a clipboard. A, and the mother is supporting him, the goon. <sighs> yeah, that's the saddest part. I mean, it is California, so it figures that mom would be, oh, yeah, they're trying their best. They just want to have a better community. It's just sad they had to target us. And that's the thing. Like, people, they don't want themselves to be targeted by the government, but they still support having the government around t- doing the targeting. They, th- they still think that this bureaucracy is somehow beneficial. That if it weren't for the, what was it, the Department of Planning and Community Development, that no one would have a good community. That we would be living in some sort of a, a nightmare. And it's just ridiculous. As you pointed out, Conan, there are actually towns here in New Hampshire that have no zoning. There is no Department of Planning. There's no Department of Zoning. There's no planning committee or board yep. that you have to go in front of and beg them and beg submit. them to, to paint your fence another color or, or, or allow to put, you to build a, a shed or whatever exactly Th- those people don't exist this and- this this has always been one of my this has always drove them crazy mm-hmm. uh this should be between you and your insurance company and your lien holder that's that, those are the only people in the room that should that should talk about what you're putting on your property so you yeah you you might uh, you might build a shed that, that kills somebody or that or that lowers the value of your property or as an eyesore and your insurance company might might want to know that information mm. uh, because they're because they're liable um so yeah i the, one of the first things I did when I moved here to Keene uh, was I removed uh, a structure off the back end of my house which uh if it's if it stayed there another couple of years it would have fallen and it would have killed somebody oh, it boy. was that bad. And and the, and the guy and the 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 city didn't know it existed. Hmm. So I mean, the thing was built, you know, probably forty forty years ago without the permission of the city. And now they've ramped it up. Now they'll know. Uh, and it was and it was a dangerous structure that needs that needed to be taken care of. I took care of it on your own volition. Oh yeah, you didn't have to be told. No, no. But you know, if my insurance company found out about it, mm-hmm. didn't know it existed, and it fell and killed somebody. They might. They might. They give wouldn't me, pay that claim. They might. They might give me a problem. Mm-hmm. So I. So I. I agree that uh, in some cert, uh, situations like that, when you're building big things, you know, it's it's important to make sure you're covered. Uh, yeah. But the city? No, no, no. The city wants to know for one reason. Because if you add a hundred square foot porch onto the front they of your house, tax it. they're gonna they're gonna tax you accordingly. Yeah, they want to tax if, it, and they want to get your building permit fees, and well, they want to hit you as many times as they can. If your shed is bigger than ten by ten, and or you want to run electricity to it or plumbing mm-hmm. to it, they're gonna tax you accordingly. That's all <laughs> that it's about. It's not about your safety, people. And that's what yeah. they'll say. It's all about your safety. No, when it's about asking people, permission. It's about asking permission. It's about knowing what you own, so we mm-hmm. can tax you accordingly. It's a scam. It's a total scam. Yeah, and, and you're right. Having insurance companies. And homeowners interfacing with them would be sufficient to make sure that properties were built in a safe manner. Let the market decide these things. And if you're worried about it, that's what home inspections are for. You you hire you can hire somebody. I, that's one of the first things I did, and it wasn't a government goon either. No. It was a third party private. Uh, Governments don't offer that service. They ha- well, they don't offer the service, but they have guys who specialize in it. To come, they, to come by afterwards yeah. to, see, to see how nice your house is so they <laughs> right. can tax you accordingly. <laughs> but no, the first thing my bank wanted is like, uh, we would like to know the actual value of your home. We're going to, you need to hire, you need to, you need to pay some dude. I think I paid like 300 bucks or something. Yep. Guy went out there and he, he, took, he told the bank, this is what this house is worth. Right. Do you want to give the man the money? And they we decided did. it was good. All right. 603-283-6160. That's the number here. Coming up, Amazon getting ready to open up their own department stores. <gasps> And we'll talk about that on the way here. You can share your thoughts as well. Bring up what you want on Free Talk Live. 
It is Free Talk Live. The number, if you want to join us here in the remaining moments where we have enough time for you, is 603-283-6160. Got to get on the line. We'll get you on the air. With you in the studio tonight, it's Ian. And Conan. Again, that number is 603-283-6160. So it looks like uh, the Red Cross has a new policy when it comes to convalescent plasma. So you can donate if you can get if you're vaccinated with any of them, and you know which vaccine it is, by the way. Mm-hmm. You can donate blood, but and you can donate plasma too. But according to the screw up, uh, this is a fact. This is Reuters. Uh, the conf- uh, dealing with the idea that vaccinated can't uh, donate to the Red Cross. Uh, these people break it down. The confusion may have arisen over the Red Cross's policy on convalescent plasma, meaning plasma that has COVID-19 antibodies after recent infection and can't be used as a treatment for COVID-19 infection. The American Red Cross current policy is to only accept convalescent plasma donations from people who have recovered from COVID-19 and have not had Hmm. the vaccine. Although if plasma donated by people... Plasma donated by people vaccinated against COVID has a not COVID nineteen has a high level of COVID nineteen antibodies. It may be used as convalescent plasma. I think I kind of understand that. <laughs> it's a little confusing. Uh, so I don't, I don't really know what's going on. Um, well, the short version is the misinform the information we had had was wrong, and that uh, Red Cross is which is why all the fact checkers labeled it as misinformation and not false uh, false fact disinformation. So. Some of the truth is in there and some of it's not. So, yeah, you can donate your blood. But still, I don't want it. I don't want any part of it. I'll just... You're going to die? I'm just going to die. <laughs> I'm just going to... I, I don't know, I, man. I'm already at the point. I already told my boss that if I'm living under the bridge in the next five years, because I don't because I lost my job and yeah. I won't get the vaccine, I can't go in the grocery store anymore, I'm already prepared. I'm, well, yeah, it's not, this isn't going to happen. Uh, you know, I'm, I've, I've grown almost all my food this year. Mm, that's nice. Uh, last last year, I was very uh, uh, very impressed with the food that I was able to put away. This year, I basically doubled my wow. doubled my production. Nice. I don't need you. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing that's going to get me though is when the when, when I stop paying my taxes, my property taxes. Yeah, and they're going to come get you. About th- what is it? Three years. Two years. They can put a lien on. Yeah. So I'll have that much time to uh, uh, make friends. Maybe I can maybe I can start up a little compound there, and you know, I have pl- I have ideas, right. but uh, but I don't need you. That's good. Which is that's which a, is which a is good position to be in. Which has been my uh, my plan it's for nice uh, feeling. for the for the last two years. Uh, so Amazon, speaking of going shopping, Conan, <gasps> this they're looking to open up large retail locations that resemble department stores, according to the Wall Street Journal and uh, CNBC reporting here. Yeah, this th- don't be. Th- I'm not surprised at all. Really? I mean, I, w- no, 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 no. This I, is I, the reverse of their uh, their business model. Out of out of everyone who has. Uh, the high rollers, the ones who have who have benefited from mm-hmm. this pandemic, government, big pharma, Amazon, Amazon, Walmart, all these guys. This is this is they've they've been they've beat out and you know, all the little small guys. Uh, now you you could be a small guy like me and sell on Amazon. That's acceptable. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as far as having your own uh, your own little you know store. Paying the electric, paying the taxes. It's hard to it's, do it's it. It's hard to do these days. You just told me off the air that a local, well, not local, but regional hardware store is closing down. Another one. Down. Another one bites the dust. Yeah. They're so gone. They're not even. got a Home Depot, and that's what? That's it now? Maybe one Ace, I think, left? An Ace Hardware and yeah. a Home Depot. That's all yeah. we have. But uh, no, I'm not surprised that this is, uh, maybe a little surprised that they are brick and mortar now. Mm-hmm. 
But when you consider Amazon, you mean. Amazon yeah. But it, but but I, here's what I think they're going to do because they're because they're not just product. They're not just selling my books for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're selling all. They're selling everything now. They do. They sell food. But yeah. I mean, they but they need facilities. Uh, and then right now they're they're shipping all of the package. So so for the for the listeners, uh, not only am I a merchant on Amazon and have been for almost six years now, I make I make a nice little tidy chunk of money off of that. But I but I deliver Amazon packages. You work for the postal service. I mean that's all I do on Sunday is deliver Amazon to a small town just north of us. Right. That's all I do. Um, and it's coming that's because the postal service has been hired by Amazon to do Sunday package. Deliveries. Absolutely. So why I mean this the next step. And I, and I see this coming. The next step is to start their own delivery service, which, guess what? They've done that. They're doing it. Yeah. They, but they're only doing it in the big hubs. Not even. Eventually. I've seen them out in Hillsboro. Eventually. Oh, I saw them last year yeah, in yeah, Hillsboro, yeah, man. Yeah, coming out from one of the hubs, probably coming from Nashua. That's a long, yeah, that's a long drive. Yeah, they're coming from, but it's, you know. Ultimately, they're going to. Hillsboro's a little town, for listeners that don't know. Ultimately, they're going to want to set up little hubs everywhere. Mm-hmm. And yeah. look, look, at all the, look at all the malls that have just. Closed. Oh yeah, that's that's the that's what's happened. So, well, and JC Penny here, prime, in town. Real, prime real estate. There was a rumor, and I don't know if it was you that told. I forget who told me about it, but uh, might have been Aria. Some somebody who worked at the Walmart or works at the Walmart here in town was spreading the rumor that Amazon was about ready to lease out the old JC Penny building here right. in Keene. JC Penny went under uh, last year. They closed their doors last year, and that building's just sitting empty. Uh, and that that's the rumor. Uh, you know, sometimes town rumors are correct, sometimes they're not. So maybe it will or won't be true. But they were saying it would be a distribution center, not that it would be a, uh, a department store. I think I think it's going to go both. I think they're going to have a I think they're going to have a warehouse set up, and then up front, and up front they'll have some stuff. They'll have they'll have maybe a little a little grocery. They'll have a little you know well, they'll sell some odds and ends. Do you remember hearing about the Amazon experiment of the food uh, outlet that they put in Seattle? Mm-mm. This was a few years, maybe even several years ago. Now there was there were headlines about. I think Amazon's based out a, of Seattle. It's just a little drug drugstore, and they just you you walk in with your your smartphone. And it's more than like a drugstore. It's more of like a like a corner grocer. More more of a. Uh, you know, I'm not going to say it's a bodega or anything like that, but kind of in that sort of you're going to get fresh stuff. You're going to get fresh made sandwiches. You're going to get you know grab a. a, a I don't know, a pint of milk or something like that. Right. Various different fresh kind of groceries that are that are available there. They got a chef in the back that's that's making items for lunch for takeaway. But what the gimmick was Amazon Fresh. Was that what it was called? I didn't know that. Seattle, Washington. Uh, but the gimmick was, and maybe it's still in business, that they don't have cashiers. So you would they're, go. They're trying, in, to, they're trying to beat Aldi. <laughs> yeah. Trying, well, they're trying which, to which do, only makes sense. I love that place. And they're trying to do a minimalistic kind of retail. That that was the whole experiment. Was can we? They're open. Yeah, I, be, I believe it. Uh, can, can we have? Because they don't pay anybody. There's there's literally well, they like, pay the guy to. They, yeah, there's the chef in the, the chef back, in. and then there's the stocking people that stock the shelves. And that's it. So they don't have any front staff. You'll find consistently low prices on a wide assortment of your favorite brands, as well as high-quality produce, meat, and seafood. Enjoy delicious prepared foods made in our kitchen and discover new ways to make grocery shopping more convenient. And yeah, there's no, you just walk in there. You just walk in. With your smart smart device. Yeah, so that's the thing. You've got to have the Amazon account. You've got to have a smart device. You go in, you take what you want. Everything's got an RFID tag. It looks like a nice-looking building, too. Everything's RFID tagged, so... As you walk out the door, the RFID sensors know exactly what is in your bag or Ooh, they whatever. Have t- they have two stars out of five. Well, maybe it's not the greatest experience, but uh, you know, 
but the point is they know exactly what you're buying. So it bills automatically to your account. So they've saved people time. And that's the real smart aspect. So not only is Amazon saving the cost of having people up front to do checkouts, but they save the individual's time of having to wait at the checkouts. Right. I mean, that's a huge bottleneck of every grocery store experience, right? Like you go in, you get your food, and then it's like, oh, man, the lines are ridiculous if you've come at a bad time. Whereas here, it's like, boom, you walk out the door, and then they hit your credit card. There's a lot of one stars on this, on this list. What are they saying about it? Saying it's unreliable. They said the scanners don't work. Oh, man. Someone was, someone was complaining about the salad. It wasn't fresh or something. Oof. Well, it's a learning experience. Yeah. You know, but we'll, they're still we'll, open. We'll see where it goes. They're still open. It's been years since that thing opened up. Now, I don't know how many other stores they've opened or if they're still testing it, but it makes me wonder if they're going to bring that experience to these department stores or are they going to go the old school method of having cashiers up front? The move, according to uh, the story here at CNBC, would result in Amazon taking over locations about 30,000 square feet, or roughly around the size of a Kohl's or a TJ Maxx, but about the third the size of a traditional department store. The move would mark Amazon's latest experiment with physical retail stores after stealing market share in the retail landscape from incumbents with its e-commerce business. They recently overtook Walmart as the world's largest retail seller outside of China. The news had a ripple effect across the retail industry, uh, and uh, they talk about other shares and companies that that, uh, that go down as a result. A representative for Amazon said the company doesn't comment on rumors and speculation. What? So this is just a rumor? Okay, this is, this is the Wall Street Journal, though, reporting on this. So they cite people who are familiar with the plants. So yeah, I, I, I had heard about this uh, yeah. from another, from not from some other source. Now, no. of course, we know they bought Whole Foods. They point that out here in this uh, the store or the story here, and they've opened brick-and-mortar bookstores, which I did not know about. I didn't know that either. Uh, Amazon-branded grocery stores and cashierless convenience stores, which are the ones we were just talking about. And so how this is going to pan out, you know, see. Brave new world. it's hard to get into this business that you, you know, Amazon, were a huge contributor towards killing. I mean, they put a lot of these companies in the ground. How do you like that? And, like that uh, can they actually do it better? <laughs> We will find out. See you tomorrow night online. In the meantime, you can join us at freetalklive.com. Breaking weather news. Belize is sunny and around 82 degrees every day this week. What's the forecast for your life? If current politics and economic prospects are cramping your freedom, escape to the tropics. ECI Development has affordable second homes for you to own or rent in Belize and other tropical countries. Places with stable governments and growing economies. Secure your freedom now. To find out more, send an email to ftl at ecidevelopment.com.